What's up, guys? Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Soko Chats podcast with your host, Ben Soko. And on today's episode, Omar is back once again, the What's one good? and only Omar, as you guys know from all the other episodes. And uh, and I'm glad it's it's nice to have you back. It's good. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, really usual. I can almost call you like my co-host at this point, you know. <laughs> um, but for those of you, I believe, yeah, by the time this comes out, the fourth episode would already be out. So def- guys, definitely go check that out. If you haven't already, I'll link it probably somewhere on screen. I'll probably like, you know, those cards on YouTube, it'll pop up. Definitely go watch that first before watching this. And I did that with my other friend, Anna Thomas. And yeah, that was actually a really good episode. We talked mm. a lot about relationships and it was nice to get a female's perspective on things because it's nice. You guys always see our perspective on it and it's good. Like, I, just, I mean, you know, Omar and I, yeah. we're always just chilling having a good time talking about whatever and 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 yeah and, and you see it from our perspective which is i mean it makes sense it's logical you guys relate to it you guys agree with everything we're saying or from or for the most part yeah. um but it was nice to switch it up with with my other friend and kind of get a female's perspective and yeah. especially when it comes to relationships that too and so guys yeah. please go check that out that was a really good episodes other than that guys before the before we get into anything like the video because it truly does help out the podcast because guys when you like the video you youtube is like okay cool people actually like this and mm. they push it out to more people and actually this is a small little story um one of my now tiktok fans came up to me in my live and she's like hey like i saw your podcast i'm like hey cool cool awesome i'm thinking it's one of my usual people that join my lives and that's how they found my podcast yeah. or found this podcast but she's like and I, and she's like um i actually found you through youtube and i'm like wow. i was like wait i was like what are the odds <laughs> of that because guys like these it's not like i get so many views or so many likes and not yeah we're, mm. we're definitely getting there i'm gonna look back on this moment i'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably like in a year from now mm. i'm gonna clip this moment and insert it into another podcast yeah. of ours. and so guys when i get more views and more likes once we build up this audience and get more people coming through i'll clip this but for now at the current date what day is it right now it is august 24 2021 uh 6 yeah, yeah. I, you thought i meant the time right? no, no, no i'm just looking it's like those I, things are really useful you're proving like i never thought they were that like useful like an apple watch but yeah you just got like, everything you need we'll, we'll on definitely that. get to another story because mm. i know one of my other uh people on tiktok she got like an apple watch and she was like considering whether she should keep it or not anyways guys yeah. I, i'm gonna st- stop getting off like <laughs> off track i need to take care of the log- logistical stuff first before we actually talk about the other things um so yeah so i so i was so surprised because this girl found this episode from your YouTube yeah from youtube recommendations first. or whatever and i'm like cool awesome and so that just goes to show guys when you do when you like the video people do find it it's and then that something. really does mean a lot to me it means a lot to omar because we put in a lot of work and it just we provide like a lot of value you guys really mess with it and we can kind of go from there also guys if you haven't already so subscribe to the video turn on the bell or click the bell to get notified when the videos go live because you know when this goes live you guys will be notified you're gonna you want to catch through. it yeah. so other than that um oh some other exciting news i was telling omar before we started i am setting up the youtube live right now um and so i'm just waiting for youtube to approve my account so next time we do the podcast i'll be able to actually stream to youtube stream to tiktok and you guys will be able to just watch this through youtube and if you guys want to leave super chats and and donate you guys are more than welcome to it's always appreciated it's not mandatory if you guys want to um we love you guys regardless all right um i say we jump straight into it we took care of all the logistical stuff so let's get right into it i want to start off with some of the lighter topics first before we get into like the deeper questions that some of you guys actually asked oh i guess there's another thing too so before this podcast started i I think earlier this morning i asked you guys 
for some questions and some of y'all came through i think i had like three of you that asked me a few questions and they were really good questions so i can't wait to get to that so guys next time we do a podcast definitely uh ask some questions uh if if you want to know where to ask your questions follow me on my socials it's soko.chats on instagram snapchat and if you want to follow me on my tiktok it's period soko underscore if you want to find omar on tiktok it is callme.gaskin so literally call me dot g-a-s-k-i-n you can find us on there and everything will also be linked down below so definitely go check out all those links and follow us there so guys when i ask you for some questions definitely come through with more next time because we're always more than welcome to answer your guys's questions because i feel like it's kind of more engaging that way because yeah. you guys get to tune in and be like oh cool like they answered my question yeah, you know yeah. um i mean omar and i have a whole list of questions we can get to and so don't even if you guys don't like we're still gonna get to our questions but regardless um i think Wow, I feel like I've been talking for a long time. Um, <laughs> just getting all the logistical stuff out the way. Um, we gonna jump straight into it then. Sure. Um, so do you have a light topic? So I do have a light topic. Okay. So Let's before I, before Omar actually came over, I was on the phone with one of my boys, Armin. Shout out to him, because he he wants to like go with me to like go get some drinks and like go take care of a few things, and in our conversation, Germany somehow came up. No, actually, we were originally talking about. Um, how you can like recycle like cans here, like your beer cans and like seltzer cans, and get a little bit of a refund at the beer store. Yeah, you can put that I'll towards your next order. And yeah. we were making the joke like, yeah, you know, we like care about the environment. I mean, we do, <laughs> but like we're like making that joke like, yeah, that's literally yeah. the reason why we're doing it. Not not so we can no, put that to credit towards other anything. drinks. Of course, no. come on, you know, like that's priority. <laughs> um, I mean, it really should be a priority. But anyways, <laughs> um, and. And so he was telling me, he's like, yo, when I went to Germany, because he has some family in Germany, he's like, bro, when I went there, there are literally vending machines where you can put your used bottles or empty cans and it'll yeah. literally give you like a refund or whatever that was. And I'm like, that's super bro, convenient. Why don't we do that here? For real. I'm like, that's so environmentally friendly because I swear here in Toronto or here in Canada, like or, or here in the Western, well, Western countries, they're just like, yo, environment, let's try and do our best like reduce carbon emissions all this stuff right but they're not even thinking about the little things like that you know and i thought that was so smart and it's those little things that really impact a lot like think about how many people actually because because it's so convenient people will people are um more inclined to do things if it's more convenient you know like uh even even if you're talking about promoting yourself if you have a link rather than oh go check this out you know if people could just tap it then of course they're gonna do it. You know, it's it's uh not of course, but it's accessible. It's easy. It makes it more enticing. You yeah, when I mean? things are frictionless like that, yeah. it's nice. You know, because it's like, especially when it comes to like this bottle situation, as opposed to people like collecting their bottles and cans and saving. I mean, like that's what I've been doing. But for the most part, people aren't gonna do that. They're just no. gonna throw in the garbage, throw in the recycling, <laughs> yes, they will. if anything, and just whatever. You know, they're not gonna go to a store to return it. It's so, yeah. there's so much friction, right? Yeah. To in order to be environmentally friendly, and so. Even something little like that, having vending machines around so you can just throw out your bottle. And he was telling me how, like, there would be homeless people in Germany that would literally just, at night, collect a bunch of bottles, put it in a vending machine, and get money. That's freaking great. No, that's actually, like, it helps everybody. Wow. Why are we doing that? that? That's what I'm saying. Like, not only do the homeless get money, it's good for the environment. And for us, it's frictionless for us to just throw it there, you know? Well, let me ask you this. How, how much do you think, um, how much do you get for one bottle? Oh, like when you go to the beer store? Or or like when you go to the beer store, but like also like if, if you know, like how much would you get if you give it to the vending machine? 
Like, oh, the, you know? the vending machine itself, like like in Germany or wherever else they do it, I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. I know here, like each can is like five, ten cents. It's, re- ten it's really cents. not okay. a lot. But hey, I mean, I, pro- I probably easily have like at least probably like 30 cans waiting. And so like obviously I'm not going to do the quick math right now, but yeah. you know, a, f- a few bucks here <laughs> yeah. and there uh, off my next order because I'm, I'm about to go buy more alcohol anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so like if I can save a few Might bucks, as well. yeah. screw it. And like it, it doesn't hurt to just put the cans aside. I mean. For me, it doesn't because I'm trying to get a discount. I'm trying to save yeah. some money, you know. <laughs> so, um, so I'm definitely gonna do that. But I don't know I just thought that was a really cool idea, and I'm like, we definitely need to do some yeah. s- some stuff like that here. And it can benefit a lot of people now. And 100%. I mean, like, it it is like it's not like a lot of money, but it's like every cent counts if you're homeless, you know. Like you, you shit. And that's smart. just a side benefit to yeah, the that's to the, the big benefit, benefit. You're right of helping the environment, you mm. know. And so yeah, I just thought that was really cool, and I'm like, I, I just I I literally told Armin, I'm like, bro. I need to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. It's just I, I just feel like it'd be something interesting just as an eye opener to so what you, other places can do or just for you guys to even see what else they do in other countries, you know? Um, would you ever um, write a letter to, like, the <laughs> MP? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never gone to the point where I'm like, this uh, needs to happen yeah, to my city. I'm, and I'm not going to lie to you that, that there's so much friction for that. And like the government, yeah. knowing how slow the government is, yeah. I highly doubt they would even care. Yeah. Like they'd be like, hey, thank you for your message. Yeah. We'll definitely <laughs> take some time to consider it. And then nothing ever changes, you know? I've considered so, yeah. writing a letter to the. I've heard a lot of people MP. say that, yeah. but like. But it is a lot. Like it's just too tedious at that point. It's like, eh. By the time I even see the results, I might like, I don't even know if I'm still be here. It's like, eh. Really that's so it? true yeah i just it's yeah. it's just really extra for no reason you know but but the way things get done a lot of time, yeah like nobody how else are they gonna find out you know there yeah. has to be uh letter writers that's true and there's people who are willing to do it. and yeah. so kudos to all those people that go out of way to, to actually do something like that you you're know? really helping the rest of us yeah for willing. real so yeah guys please represent you know yeah. if, if, if you're one of those people and so hey oh well you know um on another note, when it comes to like the whole Germany thing, so there's another thing I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, so other than the vending machines, um, my boy Armin told me he was like, oh, another thing was like, you need to pay to use the restrooms there. <laughs> oh, I was no. like, bro, no, what? No, I was like, no. why, man? No way. I mean, like in, in restaurants. So what he was, the, the example he gave me, he's like, I went to a gas station and they had their restroom. I don't know if it was like beside, I don't know if it was like inside or outside, but he's like, oh, it was like guarded by something and you need to put in like a euro to go in and use it. I was like, fam. I was like, that's so greedy. And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. You have vending machines to put freaking cans and balls away to get money, (laughs) but you won't make restrooms free. Like a, like a human necessity, you know, like, all right, I'm going to go piss in your bush. Then I'm going to go shit out shit in front of your store. Like, Like, (laughs) you know, like what what if I didn't have a dollar on me, you know, like, do you have tap? Like even then, like, why why are you even making people pay in the first place? It's like, like you're saying, it's human. Like everybody needs to do that shit. Why are yeah. you making people pay for it? It's like I can't believe I was about to say that. It's like making people pay for water, but they do that. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, where's your water bottle? Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Believe it. I like. I get it. Yeah. Resources, but I mean, like, it's I know, it's such a greedy way to make yeah, money, you know. And I know. Um, I wasn't gonna say. Oh yeah, I know they they did test something like that here in Toronto. I don't know if you remember, but at some points, like maybe I think there was, they they had like these portable. Not they weren't even like those regular portable washrooms, but it was like it was like a cubicle 
with like a restroom inside of it. I know they had one, I think maybe in Queens Park. I don't know. They had some across Toronto. Mm. And I like I don't know if it was a pilot project or if they're actually serious, but you had to pay like twenty five or fifty cents to use it. <gasps> but it was like a clean bathroom. Like and like oh, okay. but so to be honest, I I haven't seen it anymore. And so I'm I'm pretty sure they got rid of it. <laughs> I mean like <laughs> Because people were like, bro, why am I going to pay for this? Yeah. Yeah. Why would... I mean, like, even if it's a, it's something as trivial as 25 cents, I mean, like, you're not getting me to pay to use a washroom. Like, no. I know. Uh, nowhere. Right? And so it's like... It's funny because they did test something like that here. But anyways. Um, so that was the second thing. And then the last thing... When there's it's another... Like, yeah, yeah, there's still one more thing. <laughs> I don't know. Germany is just very interesting. I've actually never been to Germany. Yeah. Um, but my aunt actually just moved there. And so... Who knows? There, I'm, yeah. I'm, I might see her one day. Yeah, I don't know why she just had to move there, but hey, Germany's Germany. Apparently, Germany's a nice place to live. How's the language barrier? Like, there's... jeez, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She, I'm, I swear, she must have learned some German in I, school or to, something, yeah. you know, in order to communicate. But I heard Germany's actually like a like a nice country just to chill in and everything. Yeah. Um. Actually, there's two more things I want to say on Germany because Armin was actually going off because he goes there like I think at least once a year or something oh, or okay. once every so, couple okay. years just to see yeah, his cousins yeah. or whatever it is, right? And he was, he was just telling me oh. stories. Um, and so the other thing was he's like, yo, Ben, imagine if you just walked into some like residential neighborhood with a bunch of houses. I'm like, hey, cool, cool. I can envision that, you know, like mm. like even where you live or even just like behind my building. So I'm like, hey, cool. And he's like, now imagine seeing like a small vending machine just selling cigarettes. And I'm like, <laughs> what? That, yo. And I'm like, that. I'm like, so they got rid of like probably like newspaper vending machines. I'm not, you know what I mean, like those yeah. newspaper machines for cigarette machines. Yeah. But like, I know people in Europe like do smoke a lot more. Depending, it's my, I know it's very regional. Really. And so, Germany apparently there's a lot of smokers because if they're gonna have a random vending machine in a, in a residential I area, sunk cigarettes. That. I mean, yeah. I don't. I just. But how do how do they um. Like, how does that work for ages and stuff like that? Like, I don't know, man. I don't. I, like, they probably don't even care enough to like enforce it, <laughs> because I know in some places in Europe, it's also more lenient when it comes to yeah. drinking. Like, even in Bosnia, it's like, yeah, yeah, you're already drinking at like 12, 13, 14, you know, you. having a little bit of a, well, this one brandy that we have is called Rakia. So for any of you, for any of you that have any like Balkan friends. Tell them, yo, give me some rakia, and they'll probably laugh at you and give you some rakia. <laughs> but it's like a very strong brandy that, like, it's it's like made out of like plum or something. Like, you can just make it in your oh, backyard. It's it's really yeah. sick. It's like it's very unique to the Balkans. Okay. And so people, you know, back home, you know, drink a little bit of rakia here and there when you're younger. I've actually never had rakia, surprisingly, and I'm really? pure Bosnian. So, anyways, but a lot of people drink it, and so yeah, people are just drinking young there, you know. And so I feel yeah. like a lot of places in Europe are similar, where it's like, yeah, you're 15, okay, yeah. have a beer, you know. It's like gotcha. But um, I was I actually had that question written down. Um. If you have, you have one more thing to say. Right? Yeah, like, uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just with the whole cigarette thing, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. That's, it's like, yeah. just walking to cigarettes. But I'm, I'm kind of not surprised because I know that people do, there do smoke Generally, more. Yeah. Um, and maybe even drink more at younger ages and all this stuff. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I just thought it was funny just in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then the last thing I want to say actually has to deal with more on the alcohol side. So this is a good kind of branching off into talking about alcohol because there's something else, uh, relating to alcohol that I want to talk to you guys about that I was, talking to omar about mm. just different categories of alcohol and i don't know i just thought it'd be a chill conversation you know um so in germany apparently when you go to a bar i think it's like to have beer and wine you only have to be like 15 or 16 legally 15, speaking 16, and i was like okay. bro that's so young that's like yeah. me great that's like me like in grade nine being like give it's me a beer <laughs> you know what i mean like like yeah that that would be i mean i know people who like you know people who've had fake IDs? Yeah. 
I don't like people fake IDs. Crazy to me, like. Oh, that's just very extra. What do you need it for, right? Like, you can't fake IDs. Is like, I don't know. I never needed the need for it, but I've I've seen people who do it and like, it's whatever. And I I, I have a point to connect on that. Just remind me. Remind me has to deal with like, um, having fake IDs Mm -hmm. and like drinking younger. So just remind me of that. Like after I finish this, um. But yeah, and so I was I was talking to Armin and I was like, bro, like what do you mean fifteen? I was like, yo, having a beer and then but that he did say for like liquor and something else you have to be eighteen. But still, like that's still I younger. I mean you than can here. still get drunk off beer though. It's like one hundred percent. Like it's kind of yeah. fucked because it's like even even at nineteen and twenty, like, yeah, we're developed. Uh, of course we still have like, <laughs> yeah, like, like physically, like, like we're almost there, even mentally, like, you know, we have you know, another like yeah. let's say like a few more years until we're like twenty five ish. But it's still but like imagine people yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not saying it doesn't, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um but I can only imagine people younger than even nineteen or even mm. over there in Germany, what was it, like whatever, fifteen, sixteen, whatever I mean. So I was like, Bro, what? Mm. Yeah. And um and so that actually transitions perfectly into what I want to talk about just now was like I can't imagine people younger than us drinking that much and getting fake yeah, IDs when we drink. It's oh, like, God. I see it all the time now. Like I see even like people I know like in Ohio or other places who are two, three years younger than me on their stories drinking away at parties. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I can't even imagine myself. I just yeah. started drinking beginning of last year at 18. Uh-huh. I can't even imagine some of these great nines and tens like drinking so much, partying, starting to like, starting to like actually like smoke, like smoke weed and all this stuff. And I was like, bro, what? Yeah. And I was like, t- that's just so extra to me. That's so like, like that young and even vaping too like some grade eights are vaping i was like grade bro eights are vaping. just oh, all of that and i'm like fam like yeah. i just think back to when i was that age i'm like yo we didn't not what like, it was doing. around but no yeah. one was like and eh. i was like okay yeah. no one did it yeah but man well it's crazy the question i had was like how do you feel about um the age restriction here in comparison to the age restrictions in some of those like european countries because i know like i had an italian friend telling me that like it was pretty much the same thing like you had basically i mean not kids but i mean like older teenagers or let's say like 15 14 year olds drinking smoking and stuff like that do you think that because the reasoning he used um was that well if kids are drinking and smoking in high school then it kind of you get all that party energy out of your system sort of thing. You know, like high school parties, like, oh, you do shit to get fucked up sort of thing, you know? Like, you get that out of your system from high school when you're young. Kind of like a phase, you know? Yeah, like a phase. By the time you're in your 20s, a lot of people in those areas aren't as, like, you don't see the the effects of what you would think would come of that, you know? Like, because everybody, by the time they get to those ages, they've kind of matured a bit. They're like, okay, I did my shit in high school, but... Now I'm kind of more chill. I know my limits. I'll do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that that's a pro? Like, is that a good thing that they have the age limit kind of uh, lower because of that? Or do you think it works better here with, like, age restrictions being, like, 18, 19? Um, I would say off rip that, like, it's better to have it older at, like, 19. And the reason why I say this is because I totally get what you're saying. Like, you want to get all that party energy out of you. Mm. But there's another part of me that's thinking like, bro, that's what college is for in a weird way. Because like I always hear people mm. saying all oh, the college life, partying, yeah, drinking, yeah, having yeah. fun. Let's enjoy our college life. And then we'll go off in, into the real world of adult life. And so for me, if anything, what you just said feels more like a college thing than a high school thing. Because mm. to me, high school is like, oh, you're still kind of like a kid. You're still like studying. You're still kind of growing up. Maybe, maybe you experiment here and there, a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of weed, mm. but nothing crazy. But I think of like people going crazy, like college life, like yeah. people our age, like it was like nine to eight, like 
18, 19, 20, 21, 22, mm-hmm. like within that age range, you know, like just going crazy with it. And so like, I don't think it's a good thing. And you're super young and you're doing all yeah. this stuff. Like, Well, the thing is, because you're super young, I mean, to be fair, because you're super young, you suffer um, like mental. There's more adverse of, consequences yeah. too. But I will say like charges wise, like you're not really going to get punished as severely because you're younger you know whereas if you if you're caught doing i don't know like cocaine and you're 19 you're going like you're probably gonna go to jail well regardless you know what I mean? <laughs> you're probably yeah. well if it's a kid it's like yeah like it, yeah. They're, they're more lenient but yeah. like and, and some some can make the case like okay yeah but people are like actually i don't think that makes sense i was gonna say something but like i'm gonna take it back i'm gonna like rephrase it um like this one i'm gonna say people are gonna do it regardless but Mm, I mean, and they're, and they're gonna find a way. Yeah. They so, so if you can at least put some kind of like restrictions, so you can, so they can like get it once they're older, so the so the adverse effects are lessened mm. because they're more developed and because they're more mature and physically there, then I think it's better. You know. Fair enough. Um, and so I don't know. I just think that's way too young. As I said, I just think it's crazy. Even when I look at stories of people mm. who are much younger drinking so much like so much because mm-hmm. i mean i can kind of imagine that like people our age like you know like yeah you know my children my boys people drink a little too much but like whatever but younger i don't know man that's kind of yeah. crazy to me and so it's like i don't know how they do it yeah i mean i remember because i started i mean i'll share this i started smoking when i was 16 right so but i wasn't smoking a crazy amount so i know what you mean like yeah, yeah. people who smoked a crazy like amount at that time that's was what like, I'm saying it seemed I don't know that I'd say extra. I think I'd say excessive more so. Like, it was it was never a... I don't think anybody that age should become dependent on any form of drug. Like, if it's not medical, of course. You know what I mean? Like, you, should, you shouldn't be at the stage where you're depending... You're dependent on any form of drug, alcohol, or anything. In high school, You, I think you took the wrong steps at that point. You know, like, that's far too early. But... I mean, there, there are people functioning at the same time, like functioning completely fine who are. So I think it, it's it's a personal thing. I think um, because, okay, I'll say like to become addicted to something is a bad thing, yes. But it doesn't necessarily, like it's not necessarily a detriment unless you let it become a detriment, I feel. And yeah, unless you let it like, consume your life to yeah. the point where it's preventing you of doing like your obligations like your yeah. job taking care of your family and and all, and all this extra stuff then yeah i totally yeah. agree because people people it's like i know some people that drink on on a daily to like help them fall asleep or they just like yeah. it or some people smoke on a daily just whatever you know it's like but as long as you're not letting it interfere those other things i agree do as you will yeah. to each their own it's your life do what mm. you gotta do just don't let it interfere those important parts you know for real, and like for real. yeah just relationships and like your job you know so mm. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, 100%. But if that's happening, like, in high school, yeah, yeah kind so of, yeah, you definitely, you definitely <laughs> yeah. need help, you know? Because, like, yeah. it's, it's going to affect your body even worse, you know? Mm. So, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I do think that's it. I, I, I do like our age limit of 19. I think that's kind of, like, the sweet spot because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like you're old enough, you're mature enough to, to be like, you know what? I think I can make enough responsible decisions where, like, you know, I'm going to, I can drink responsibly. I can maybe you're you have a job at this point you're going to school mm-hmm. and you know you're kind of in that realm where you're becoming an adult yeah and so i think it's a sweet spot because i think it's you no, you're I right i think it's okay it's, i think it's okay at 19 it's like you're young you're young enough of an adult to still like 
that's the perfect time to start feeling your way through like life at that point like you're starting to venture off become your own person and stuff like that so i I definitely i see what you're saying i don't necessarily like agree or disagree i'm just indifferent yeah i'm indifferent on this because like i i do what i do you know it's it's whatever and it works for me sort of thing so i think yeah but i think that was and even in the states, like it's twenty one, and I'm like, bro, like looking at those 20, people, I was 21 like, twenty one seems a bit too. Late. Yeah, I think I think twenty one is too late. I because because on the same thing, like I was saying, I feel like if you wait until you're twenty one to do the rambunctious shit, like if you're if you're doing it there, it, it starts to become more so of a lifestyle rather than a phase. If you if you know what I mean, like it's almost starting a bit too late. So I I, I agree with you. I guess nineteen is a good sweet spot. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Twenty one, it's just. Because at that point, it's like, if it's 21, as you said, it is getting to the point where it's a little bit later. And now people who are getting more mature, like when they're in like 18, 19, they're like, bro, they're kind of like itching to like at least try something or like, mm. you know, drink a little bit more. And, and now like you're going to have a problem of even more people cheating the system to get drinks. And yeah. and, and it could even lead to more like um, like accidents or people hurting themselves yeah. or all, all this extra stuff because people are like getting it in more illegal ways, you know? Yeah. And, so and it's, it's not like, safe either. Like getting getting shit illegally, like whatever the case may be, whether it be weed or like alcohol, or like whatever you're getting, you don't know that it's safe. You know, anything could happen. It's like, mm, it's, it's hey, kind of. But, you know, enter at your own risk type of thing, you know. So, yeah, yeah you're right. definitely sweet spot 19, I think. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that it's like that here. Um, but, hey, tough luck to everybody in the States that need more. I guarantee you there's more fake. Okay. Oh no! They're, let me, they're definitely. <laughs> well, here, let, let, let me let me retract what I'm about to say because I was about to say I'm pretty sure that I, I can always guarantee there's more fake IDs in the states, but they also have a bigger population. But if we're doing like I like mean, a one to one ratio type of thing, yeah, definitely they're gonna have of more. Course, you know, just like, because of the higher like yeah, like yeah. they're de- like I feel like just because of the higher uh, drinking age. You know, like mm. I like I know a few guys in Ohio that like literally just just got fakes, mm. uh, and so it's like I don't know, man. Anyways. So yeah, I guess that that's the drinking age. There's another drinking thing I want to say. Um, like I know we like Omar and I before the start, we're talking about seltzers because our yeah, um, seltzers. Yeah, I was to say Armin. Armin and I drink, guys. <laughs> Anyways, my boy Armin, we're like the, the main drinkers in our group. But um, I last time Omar was here, I put him I put him on seltzers. And for those of you that don't know what a seltzer is, because I'm sure there's some people that don't know. Yeah. Of course. Um, what a seltzer is, it's a it's it's a type of alcoholic drink. So what it basically is 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 carbonated water with some flavor and that's really it and so the thing with alcohol you have to understand is that there's there's different categories of drinks there's you have the wines and then there's the different brands of wine so you have like the pinot grigios pinot noirs rosés all this extra stuff then you have like the liquors you know you have the brandies the vodkas all that stuff right then you have beers all the different types of beers right and then you have the seltzers all the different brands of seltzers right and so and the nice thing about drinking is that it's almost kind of like an art form. A lot of people, yeah. even even with wines, like when we would go wine tasting, they like take all these courses and like so much get the one hundred percent right. It's yeah. like it's a whole. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's a whole art on its own. It really no, is. I agree. Different taste profiles and just enjoying drinking is a whole thing on its own. Like, mm-hmm. like of course, there's a lot of people that buy cheap alcohol for the sake of just getting plastered, right? But you know, you you want to be able to enjoy it. You know, Make give me an sec. event out of it. And so, yeah, definitely, like, make an event out of it, right? Especially when it comes to, like, wine tasting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely, that's what I mean when I say it's, it's, a, it's, it's a whole art form on its own, right? And uh, especially with wines, like, there's more creativity in that side of things. And, like, I just feel like cause there's, a, there's more 
choices of wines than there is liquors or seltzers. I think, I think, I oh, think, guys, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> when I go to LCBO, all I see is like 80% of the store, wine. Then you have your little seltzer cooler section mm. and then a little like liquor section. So that's kind of what I'm basing it off. I mean, I don't know those stats. You guys probably search it up. But Don't to me, it, it just feels more of an art. But even then, even for liquors, there's some yeah. really good, like, beautiful, like, brandies and, like, just, I don't know, it just tastes amazing. Like, I know at my stepdad's place, he had, like, this this one, um, I don't know if it was rum. No, it was whiskey. My bad. It was a whiskey. whiskey. It was whiskey. But, it, like, it it had, like, this maple, like, this maple syrup in it. Wow. It was beautiful. It was strong. It was, like, 40%. <laughs> But uh, for, it was 40% alcohol. Ew, and, you're and, and, but, but, no, no, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Oh, hear me whiskey, out. oh, jeez. Well, because, yeah, like a lot of vodkas are 40% too, 35, yeah, no, 40%. Like, like Smirnoff, Bacardi's, like, yeah, like it's, it's yeah, and you guys know if you try it, it's strong. Yeah. Uh, but this whiskey was beautiful. Like, even though it was strong, like the maples was best whiskey I've ever had in my life. I can't lie. Like, yeah. and like that, that's whiskey right there. Like, I have, like, I, I have this one cup, I have this one, like, uh, shelf with like a few alcohol with a few bottles of alcohol and I act there's actually a whiskey bottle in there I actually mm. I'm not a fan of whiskey but the short one or the um so the tall one right there on the left with the late on the right, on the right with the label yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh is um is a whiskey so the one to the left is some like alcohol I don't know it's like some creamy alcohol I don't know actually creamy. I've never tried it and then there's like a pumpkin one that tastes like pumpkin um I'll show you it after actually mm. um but but yeah y'all and so what I'm trying to say is that there's so many different ways to make alcohol in a way that's enjoyable. And so especially mm-hmm. when you can treat it responsibly and just enjoy the drinks yeah. and, and, the, and the vast majority of them, it's cool. Like it's, it's a nice little experience, especially when doing it with friends. And, um, and so, and, and so coming back to like the seltzers, my favorite thing is seltzers and you guys can experiment. You guys can try some beer, try some wine, try some different whiskey, champagnes, all this stuff. Right. And find the thing that you like because all of us yeah. like different stuff. You know, all of us like different drinks. And once you have your go-to, just buy that and enjoy it, guys. If you're obviously at a party and you just don't really care, buy the cheapest bottle of Bacardi, Smirnoff, yeah. and just go with it. Mm. But if you really just want to have a good time and enjoy the drink, then experiment a little bit. Experiment responsibly and pick the one, right? And guys, no underage drinking, right? I'm not promoting underage drinking. No, we are not. We are not promoting under YouTube. We are not promoting <laughs> underage drinking. And I explicitly said that sentence just so I don't get demonetized, okay? Okay? If you're of legal age, then you can buy your alcohol, smoke your weed, or whatever it is, okay? Um, but yeah, anyways, try these different drinks. Once you find the one, go. So for me, I stumble across seltzers because one, I don't like liquor like that. I don't really like... All the other than wine, not really my thing. Rosé is actually really good. The one thing I don't like about wine is that it's like it's very harsh. If you, you ever find had wine, wine well, harsh, eh? what? So let me expand on that. There's yeah. different types of wines, okay. and some are less harsh than others. So what you probably tried was could have been less harsh, or maybe you just it was. Yeah. And, and when I say harsh, these are dry wines. Okay, there's dry wines, and I believe there's is it just dry and wet? I think that's I think that's really the rivers that yeah, use no, dry no, and wet. No, no, no. So I think I've heard that. Yeah. You may have had a more like wine that's more on the wet side and more okay. fruity than dry but who knows like i don't even know what you're drinking but well no but I, that, I, the only reason i say that is because to me um whiskeys are really hard or or like let me say well, they're all, they're well all no, fun, it's because of the alcohol liquor, content right? um well wine is like a whole whole category on its own okay, like that's okay. that's separate like liquor gotcha. is going to be strong because it's like because they usually have between 30 to 40 percent of uh, alcohol okay. in it yeah, yeah. um and so yeah so that's, that's why it's strong but like with certain wines the more dry it is the more like I don't know. For me, it's really scratching my throat. It's, it's like it doesn't go down smooth. It's just gross to me. Mm. But I did. Uh, my boy, I mean, did put me on rosé, which is probably one of like 
it's wet it's fruity mm. and it's very like the smoothest wine i've tried like it just goes down easy mm. oh, it was actually it was actually nice really nice and so i definitely i, I and things i haven't had it since he he let me try it that one day oh. um and so i definitely need to get it again uh beer not really a big fan mm. uh heineken is pretty good but I, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. Um, but seltzers, just talking about seltzers because seltzers is low on calories. That's not the main reason why I'm getting it, but that's part of the reason. <laughs> um, and it's just, it tastes nice. It's not it's not harsh because usually those cans are 5% cans. They're perfect. The nice, it's sweet, well, but nice not too, spice. too sweet. It's, only, it's, it's between zero to one gram of sugar. So like mm. literally zero or one gram of sugar or two grams of sugar, mm. but it's really no more than that because with coolers, Coolers are specifically designed to have a shit ton of sugar in it to, to like mask the taste of alcohol and to just like be a nice drink that you can just Cut you don't down. feel it you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing with seltzers is like I don't know it's a perfect balance of everything. It's like you almost like yeah you taste alcohol a little bit, but not I mean you can you can speak to yeah no I, I made a, you try it. I'm not an alcohol guy myself. Alcohol. <laughs> I'm not an alcohol guy myself, but um I tried seltzers the last time I was over here at Ben's place and I really messed with them like. I'm not gonna convert to an alcohol guy, of course, yeah. alcohol guy or anything. But like, those are probably my go-to. If you for were to alcohol. drink, you'd get that. Yeah, exactly. Like, other than like, I'll have beer if I'm at a party. But if I see a seltzer, that's my sort of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I put them on. It's like it's one of those ones where it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Not strong. It's enough to like start to eventually get you buzzed and tipsy. Like for me, done. for me, I'm a lightweight. I'll admit that, and I love being lightweight because. I don't get to spend too much money on alcohol For and real. it takes less alcohol to get me tipsy. And so three cans in, I'm feeling amazing. I'm done. No more, please. Maybe mm. I'll push it to four if it's one of those nights, but three, my sweet spot. And so <laughs> that's, that's what it gets me to, you know? And so I, I can't complain. it. Uh, and so guys, definitely try seltzers um, if you haven't already because they're very enjoyable yeah. and they're perfect. And uh, and yeah, and guys, drink responsibly. And, no, and, and we do not condone underage drinking no once underage. more. Um, so yeah, y'all. I guess that's a nice little topic on, on, on alcohol because yeah. I just interesting. Like I'm a drinker, so I want to share or share my experiences and have you share your experiences too mm. with it, you know? And uh, yeah, so I definitely got to go stock up because I have no more in my fridge. But <laughs> anyways, actually, I did have oh, <laughs> this is a good transition. Yeah. So the, the two white claws. And yeah. so um, I was telling Omar. Um, Do you put it in the fridge? I did put it in the oh, fridge, okay, actually. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Like, like at one point. Yeah. yeah. When I grabbed that, I went straight to yeah. the fridge. Uh, and so, so within the different brands of seltzers, White Claw is like the staple within like seltzers. Like if you're going to have a seltzer, start with White Claws because they literally occupy like 80% of the seltzer market and they're actually really good. Uh, and so I was telling Omar when he came over, I'm like, ah, you know, I was going to go out and buy some more with, uh, with Armin, but we were in the podcast, so I couldn't. So then I knew at the back of my mind, I'm like, I, I swear I have two cans behind <laughs> my, my bed, my bed. And so I, so I went and I'm like, oh. My white clothes are here, and they're mango flavor. In my opinion, oh, mango's so good. I can't wait for you to try it. Because yeah. we had Cottage Springs last time, which is another seltzer brand, also really good. And which one did I give you? Lemon lime or tangerine had, or something? I think I had peach. Maybe you had peach. Because I remember telling it you, was, like, it may have been I peach, usually actually. don't like peaches. That's why I'm excited that, for the mango. That, because I usually don't like peaches, but I like the peach one. And I usually don't like mango drinks either. But, I, yo, I'm about to try this shit. And I'm, I'm expecting to like it because they just do it different, bro. That's true. I mean, because mm. the taste profile is slightly different, but it's good, man. And mm. so, yeah, you tried the peach, you liked it. And then on the mango ones is one of my favorite. And the reason why it's one of my favorites is because... Outside of seltzers and alcohol, I love mango juice. Like, oh, I love it with a passion. Like, I love the 
the the the thick mango juice. You like it? Thick. Uh, thick what? I can't. Like, I can't deal I, with I those. I, I don't know. It's re- it's really good in my opinion. Like it's just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. Fair enough, man. I like um. There's this uh mango. What is it? Mango. Yo, know, come on, guys. Like you, come on, guys. Right? You know the vibes. The thicker, the better. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I had to make like that a, joke. I had to make I don't that know, joke. Like mango papaya, like mango, mango mixed with something. That's what I like. The, you like the mix. Mango basically. guava. That's what it is. Guava. I have a mango guava. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm so into guava. Sounds like, kind of nice, actually. Yeah, a little, little bit of mango, it's little bit of guava. Good. But yeah, yeah, as I was saying, um, I, I love my I love my mango juice. And so the first time I ever tried um, the mango white claw, I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, so good. And so I can't wait to put. Um, Omar, it's a funny story too about those, but those white claws. So, the reason why those white claws are just chilling there is like, no, not that I bought it last week or two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, because any alcohol I buy, I put it right into my fridge, and only alcohol I buy is seltzers. And mm. guys, only drink seltzers when it's cold, please. Warm seltzers is just not it. Um, so a few months ago, this one girl that um, I'm cool with her, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna say her name, but her and I, when we chill, we usually drink a couple, a couple white claws, one or two, whatever. And we we went out to go buy the mango white claw, and I think that day like she wasn't able to drink it because she had to go home. So I just put it behind my bed, and it's been there just ever since. It's been chilling there for four months. And the thing you should guys, the thing you should know about alcohol, alcohol really doesn't expire. You can keep certain alcohols for years. Like I, this one alcohol I was telling you on the like the whiskey I have in my like cupboard is has been there for about two and a half years on my stepdad's place we have probably alcohol that's at least five years plus those seltzers four months is nothing mm. and so they don't really get they don't really go bad like that and so yeah now we're not i leave put in the fridge and we're about to just share it afterwards and just kind of relax and just do our thing and so yeah y'all um i guess that's a little story about my white claws and yeah we're just gonna have it so guys definitely go try it um i guess that's really it for uh freaking the quote-unquote light <laughs> Subjects. Yeah, we ended up ended up digressing <laughs> to so many different things because I mean, it, I mean that's what we do, you know. I mean, that's like alcohol is definitely a good topic because alcohol is one of those things that bring people together, you know. Mm, well, that's yeah. a, that's a good thing too. Shared activity. Yo, I'm going off right now. Yo, alcohol is one of those things that bring people together, just like smoking weed, yeah. just like doing any activity. It's honestly a good excuse to see your friends and just chill. Because it's like if you're kind of bored, you'd be like, hey, yo, you want to link up, grab a few drinks, and just yeah, talk, and they're like, chill. fuck it. Yeah. If you like drinking, you're gonna say yeah, or like. Yeah. Yo, Omar, you trying to go smoke? Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Let's go. Let's sure. go for a nice little walk. Let's go through yeah. a forest. Then let's oh, let's, uh, let's enjoy the scenery, yeah. smell uh, nice trees and flowers, and all the, all this good stuff, you know. Or you want to be like, yo, you want to go run some basketball? All of this has the same concept of having shared activities so to unite people. Boys, yeah, and you can yeah. meet new people that way too, because it's like uh, I know for myself, can. like you could be out with with like maybe at a party, or you might meet someone, you're like, yo. You smoke? Or like they might say something about smoking. You're like, yo, I smoke too. You try, you, you try <laughs> to smoke? Party, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, y'all are smoking together. Yeah. Or like, even if you drink, be like, oh, cool. You, you're doing white claws too. Yo, I also drink white claws. Like the commonalities. And you just go from there. Or even the biggest one, meeting people playing sports. Like, it's huge. You're like, yo, bro, like you're trying like, you just might end up reversing some people you don't know. Yeah. Yo, you trying to run some like soccer or basketball next week again? They're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you know? Sure. So, yeah, man, it's kind of, it's that's the probably one of the best ways to meet people either through sports or shared activities, and and it's nice when you have the commonalities. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, do you ever? Because um, like you're one of those people who who do reach out like if you're at like a basketball court or something, and you're like, hey, you want to play like next week or something? Like you would do that? Well, I haven't like not that specific scenario, but I mean, like, I, I know that, you're saying like generally speaking, yeah. like um, I've definitely met people 
like through that or even like it was like if it was like through music mm. you know yeah, all, all yeah, people yeah. that i've met like oh you know like you're an artist i'm an engineer like let's yeah, link yeah. up because it's like commonalities there you know or okay bro, so, look at us yeah, yeah yeah yeah. okay so so then what i'm that's how we linked up for uh, what i'm understanding is guys if you want to know that story go back to the first first episode first episode yeah. go back to the first episode of the podcast and then uh Look at the story of how Omar and I met. Literally, it's exactly what I'm talking about through like time commonalities. There. Yeah, timestamps yeah. are already in the des- description. Yeah. What I'm what I'm understanding is so because because that's something I I usually wouldn't do, right? Just yeah. introverted and all that, right? Yeah. But but so you wait to see like commonalities or like a common interest or something, and be like, hey, we probably get along because of these common interests, and that's why I'd like extend my hand or like reach out to somebody, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. I feel like it depends. I mean, it's the smallest ones where it's like if I'm already doing the activity at a place or making music or playing a sport or drinking and there happens to be a person there that's yeah. doing the same thing and we end up like sparking a conversation and we just get cool. Then it might be like, yo, let me, let me get your snap and then we can like do this again. Okay. It's more like that. It, it's a way to just kind of network in, in a yeah, sense, you know, yeah, yeah, network with like minded people, you know. Yeah. And so that's really the case. Right. Um, but it's also ties into good with like relationships and stuff right so it's like if you're gonna meet a girl or a guy whatever you're into and you're talking to them and you just this is part of like the process of getting to know them and you realize hey like you like doing that too shared commonalities or having commonalities with them is like the best thing that can happen because if you're in a relationship with somebody that loves doing the things that you do bro i'm telling you your relationship is gonna be so much better because you guys can build a stronger bond and do those activities together with that whether that that, be yeah whether it be a certain sport or smoking or drinking i mean those are little things Mm. but bigger things if you like going on hikes and going to the beach yeah. and like um playing basketball or, or, or playing whatever traveling right? in general traveling. whatever it may be like if if you like those things together you could do those things together and make memories doing those things and it's it's just it makes everything just it will only strengthen tighter. your yeah. relationship with them because you get mm-hmm. to share these kind of like intimate activities together yeah. you know and drinking is just part of it if you guys like drinking cool you gotta have nice you kick back have a couple drinks watch a movie or even mm-hmm. smoking whatever going for a walk so Guys, look out for that because your life it will will become that much easier. I mean, I'm not saying uh, like you can't be in a relationship where you don't have commonalities because there are there are people like that, and of you can, and you can still live your own independent lives and come together intimately and romantically. That's fine. Of but course. if you can have a person that has some commonalities, and you can like kind of like vent through um, your potential options and find people that have those shared activities, then I don't know. I feel like it just makes everything that much better. I, I truly, yeah. Yeah. For real. But um, on, on that, are you going to say something? Go ahead. Because um, I remember a question that ties into that. Uh, do you think that to have, let's say, a healthy relationship, it's necessary to have the same religious and political beliefs or and or political beliefs? That's a really good question. Really good question. So um, if we're talking from, let's start with the religious. I mm. believe it's it's. I just want to, I don't want to say some like random stuff. I'm just, yeah, I, I, want, I want to make sure yeah, like I have my thoughts and then say, right, um, I do not think it's a deal breaker depending on how religious you are. Mm, um, agreed. It's a very subjective thing depending on how religious you are and, and, and if your parents play a role, cause let me, let me give a few examples. Like you might be that religious type where you're like, you know what? I'm Christian, but I'm not like, I don't go to, it's not like you're going to church every single Sunday and you're mm. like living the Christian life. Like you're kind of like passive, passive. Yeah, you're passive. There's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot yeah. of people who are like, they're of like course, religious, yeah. but they're not religious. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, they'll still do certain things. So in that case, 
I don't think it really matters because maybe like you don't care. You're like, okay, I don't care if they're Muslim, like you know, because yeah. it's like yeah. they might also be like a, like a loot like a looser type of Muslim. Like they're not like super religious, but you know, mm. kind of right. In that case, both of them just might not care because if you're with a super religious person, they probably wouldn't want to be with you in the first place. Mm. If they find out you're not of the same religion, because yeah. and they should be finding out. I mean, relatively. Yeah, relatively soon, because you might yeah. be like, oh, like, are you religious? Oh, yeah, I'm Christian, whatever. Yeah. But are, are you super religious? You know, um, because even if they ask you that question, and if they're super religious and they find out you're not, then they just won't continue to pursue it, and that's really it. And that's so, fine. if you end up with, if you get into a relationship with someone who is somewhat religious, they're not going to be super religious. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like. Those people who are super religious uh, already would have vented out yeah. their options and they're for not sure. going to pursue anything further if they want it to be of the same religion. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for most people that are kind of like, as I said, they're not super religious. Yeah, like I, don't, I really don't think it matters. But where it does play a role, and I know this with one of my friends, um, their parents are like way more religious than they are. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we want you to date someone who's Christian. And, and so what about those situations? And so now at that point, it's like, it's either you listen to your parents or you don't. It's either you listen to your parents and 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 you and you potentially grow grow resentment towards them because you end up only going for a Christian mm-hmm. or a Muslim, whatever, whatever religion yeah. you believe in. I'm only using Christian and, and Islam as like two examples because those yeah. are like the two yeah. main ones that, gotcha. that that are really like mainstream, you know? Mm. Um but yeah, and so at that point it's like do you listen to your parents? And you're like, okay, you know, you like bat on on your knees and like listen to everything they say and you find a partner like that. Or if you don't really care, if you just want to be happy and find a good partner, if they end up being a different religion, so be it, you know. At that point, it's whether you want to listen to your parents or not. I I personally do not think they should have any say in who you date in the sense of like religious wise. You know, Mm. it's like if, yeah, they can maybe like help you vent out certain people. Like I don't think that person's good for you. Yeah. And give you like a logical explanation. Like, okay. They have this shortcoming or that insecurity. Mm-hmm. That I totally understand. Your parents can help you out in that sense. But I don't think they should have any say like from what background or what religion. If they, if they are a yeah. good person and they make you happy and they're fulfilling, it's a healthy mm-hmm. relationship, that's all that should matter between you and that person. So do you think um, do, do you think there's a right answer to this like sort of, well, do I, um, do I possibly like go against my parents' wishes and possibly like mess up that sort of relationship with my parents in order to find my like one true love who happens to be not very religious uh do you think that's okay to like go against your parents like because i guess what i'm getting at is i've i've been running this scenario in my head like you have um a lot of people they they um prioritize their their relationship their romantic relationship Overall else, it's like, well, that's my partner sort of thing, you know? Um, But I see it in a sense where it's like, well, in life, I saw this in a video explaining really good. Um, In life, you have uh, certain pillars supporting you. One pillar is friendship. One pillar is your relationship. One pillar is your family. And your career and so on and so forth. And your career and and so forth. So you need all of those pillars. You can't you can't sacrifice one one pillar isn't stronger than the other per se. You need all of those pillars in order to truly um not you don't necessarily need all of them cuz some people are just I get born the reference. Uh, you know what you know what I mean though? I get what like, you mean. Yeah. You don't need to prioritize one. I think they're all very valuable in their own in their own way yeah. and like they give your life meaning in different ways. You know, I get it. That's what I'm trying to say. So do you think it's it, it would be okay to kind of 
push your parents aside in that in that sort of thing and risk the relationship with your parents for a romantic relationship well at the end of the day it's your life that you're living okay and that and that religious like um that this this whole topic also ties in with like whether your parents want you to date someone of a certain race of a certain culture certain Mm -hmm. religion so we'll 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 put all those in one one category because at the end of the day it's your parents um deciding who who you want to be with which i don't think is right because as i said if they're a good person and they make you happy that should be and they give you life fulfillment and and it's a healthy relationship that should all that matters okay that's really it and so it's like if your parents are understanding and they actually want you to be happy you got to have that conversation with them if they're not okay with it be like Mm -hmm. listen mom dad and list all the logical reasons why this person is good for you and tell them listen i'm not gonna like pertain to your insecurities if it's really too much for you okay listen to them but you're gonna risk now growing resentment towards them yeah and like feeling like bro like you don't want to hate your parents but it's gonna like now play a role it's like like why are you like restricting me from like finding the, my true love type of thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you're living your life at the end of the day and 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 if your parents are truly understand cool like if it gets to the point where it's so bad you might just have to move out like yeah like if you if, i mean that if, is the if they're solution. suffocating yeah. you yeah if they're like suffocating you of like who you date what you do all this shit and you're old enough and you just are sick of it. You gotta move out. The one, the, the two things they they have power over when it comes to you is shelter and money. Those are like the well, like money's the biggest one because it gives you shelter, whatever. Mm. Those are big. That's the biggest thing they have over you. If it gets to that point where you just need to leave so you can do what you gotta do, then find a few roommates, move out, find a cheap place, have your job, mm-hmm. and and take care. But it's a matter about having that conversation with your parents. If they come to an understanding, cool, and show them that this person is good. Like have them meet them, right? Because maybe they just haven't opened their perspective to anything else because they're just stuck in their own ways mm-hmm. and stuck with their own preconceptions and their prejudices and all this stuff, right? They're just stuck in that, right? Mm. But if they're if they're willing to at least entertain the opportunity, then do it. Have that open communication, you know? Um, and yeah, but if they're like a complete no, you can either listen to them yeah, or go go against their will type of thing, you know? Um, and so I, I, I know I know this... this what i just answered like wasn't your original question so i'm gonna tie oh, no, 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 so, that was so good. That it actually like, it was really good and yeah. so i think i think that i think that kind of makes sense you know i think yeah it's your choice at the end of the day guys you know you just gotta do what you gotta do um oh well and if you're younger and if you can't necessarily move out and your parents are really suffocating you i don't have to say you're gonna have to like live with it i mean it's just one of those ones that you just you just have to like obey their rules and listen to them but what the, what's gonna happen now is that you're gonna start to hide that relationship from them and and yeah. the, and, and that's the byproduct of your parents not being open because now you're just gonna start hiding shit it is what it is but that i mean i guess that's what your parents get for wanting to suffocate you yeah i mean i don't think um i don't think my parents were very suffocating but uh through high school they were um you know like i started to become a rebellious kid you know so, um, in what sense? If if you don't mind sharing, yeah, no, 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 I'm trying to. Just oh, okay, thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, rebellious in the sense of like, there were certain like, the way my parents would approach certain situations just didn't line up with the way I would. So on a lot of like problems we would have, like when talking about things, it's like, well, I don't want to do this. And they're telling me. Is there like one example you remember? Like what had to do with like um, like relationships or friendships or like let me try and think of Because I feel like that like that like be good, you know, to like have that example. I know. Just to like solidify it. I'll I'll, I'll let you think because I have another thought on this. So there might be um See this is the thing. Like 
I'm not saying being younger. Actually, I will say this because being younger does influence your decisions in a certain way and you will do certain things differently than your mm. parents because your, your parents are older. They're adults. They have a way of thinking maturely and a way of doing things. And so it's not surprising that there's going to be moments where you just don't agree with your parents of doing, especially when you're younger. Like as you get older, even like at our age, like as we're starting to mature, we just have our own ways of doing things. Like I know my mom and I, there's so many things we do not agree on or like like the ways of doing stuff were just different. And I'm like, bro, like i tell you, like, this is just the way I do things, you know, mm -hmm. uh, we're just totally different. Even, even like with my dad and stepdad, like, like for each of them, there are things that I just don't agree with either what they're saying, what they believe in or how they do things. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously I might have some more commonalities with my dad than my mom or, you know, it's, it's all subjective. It all depends what we're talking about or like what the opinion is or what, but I'm, but I'm, I'm old. I would like to think we're old enough and mature enough to like make our own, own decisions. smart decisions uh, yeah. and, and form our own opinions and ways of doing For things. Okay. And we're still open to new opinions of course. and new ways of doing things. If you not, can not prove me that. wrong, 100%. Prove me wrong. But for the most part nowadays, I mean, especially when it comes to like my mom, there's certain situations where like, yo, Loki, I know I'm actually right. Like it's not, it has nothing to do with me being younger. Like it's yeah. just like, we're just, it's the stuff I preach. Like it's a, guys, it's all the stuff I like all stuff like I tell you guys on like on this podcast and on my TikTok is the way I think and this is the, is the way I actually am. I'm congruent with the way I am on social media because mm. I'm the same person. I'm literally the same person you see on the podcast and off the podcast. I'm still my fun self. I still talk about deep stuff like I'm like I don't change. Mm. And so it's like I have this way of thinking off the podcast when it comes to like what I do on a daily basis and like what I talk about and who I talk to. And so like, of course, I'm going to run the problems with my mom because she's different. Mm hmm. So, um, I don't know if you thought of an example in the meantime. Yeah, I thought, I thought of an example. Um, so like take for instance, my mom, she, she has a, she doesn't like to see clutter around the house. This is okay. recent, but like I'm using this example <laughs> just because, just because it, it applies to the situation. She doesn't like to see clutter around the house. Okay. And right now she's more like, was she, is she like more like an OCD? Like I want everything like a clean kind freak. Of, yeah, pretty you know. much. Right. And I'm just not like that. You know, I'm, I'm a very, uh, if I, if it works, I'm good, you know? Then no problem. So right now we're in the process of, like, rearranging everybody's beds. My sister got a new bed. I'm oh, you're moving. changing room, eh? Yeah, I'm just a bit, you know? I heard a lot of people, like, doing that. Really? Are, are you one of those people that just, like, like to change your room every so oh, often? No. Like, no, 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 no. I, the only, like, I only change my room for practical purposes. Like, if oh, I need okay, some okay, shit, okay. Like, like, I told you, one day I decided I need a studio in my house. So I just bought a bunch of soundboards so i'm like oh what else do i need uh i need a pc to do my streaming shit okay boom that i need a desk boom i need a chair boom okay you know like that's just a very practical but i feel that's like i, I feel that's more like what i mean is like that's that's good to what you just said i feel that's more like populating your room with like extra stuff you need as opposed to rearranging oh, no. i was talking more of like rearranging. the rearranging oh, like okay. like look my room right now you go in there yeah, yeah. i move my bed to this wall move the desk on like if i just flipped my bed on my desk that, that's yeah, what i'm no, talking about i don't about. do that a lot like a lot, yeah, so, no. you, so you do do it. No, 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 I don't. I mean, I, don't, I, okay. I do it <laughs> when I do it. It's because my mom. It's because my mom wants to do it. Interesting. So is this what you're about to say right now? <laughs> no, no. This, no, well, like with your um, mom and rearranging stuff. Well, basically, like, yeah. So we have we have a bed in the hallway right now, like upstairs. And it's sitting there because I was like, well, I don't want to do it yet. I could just use a different bed right now. I'll do it when I'm ready. And she's like, no, no, no. I don't want to see it in the hallway. This is, I'm like, yo. That's my mom. It, it's literally not hurting anybody. Nobody's using the, like, yo, it's not that serious. This will get done eventually. That sort of thing. That's the approach I, I take It's so funny because that exact situation happens with my mom and I. Like, the exact, yeah. I think the same way you think. And it's my like, mom's the same way as your mom when it's like, yeah. I want this moved right now. And I'm like, bro, like, 
bro, like it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Like, like it's really good. It's not obstructing like, you. It's not obstructing me. It's just like, I like even I was like, okay, you have a huge room. Let me put this bed in your room. You have so much space. She's like, no, no, I don't want it in my room. No, 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 no. It's not staying in my room. And we had like a 15 conversation about where we're going to keep this bed. And it ended up in the hallway. So certain stuff like that where we just will not see eye to eye. That's a very, very like, that's a simple explanation. But like, that's with me and my mom. With me and my dad, it was like we butt heads. Because it's it's a sort of thing with, um, I think the same way as my dad but we have different approaches, if that makes sense. Okay. So we're both very stubborn. Like, like in theory, like, like the your theories on certain things are like in in theory aligned, but you're like, like how you're gonna get there. Okay, like we come to different conclusions. Yeah, I said it wrong. We have the same approach, but we come to different conclusions. Oh, That's what okay, I mean. okay, 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 okay. But we're that both very stubborn, so it's like we'll try and convince each other. <laughs> yeah, like, you have an example. <sighs> My dad. Examples um, are so good. That's why I, I want to hear this. You know, it's like um, I'm trying to think of something like that I've fought my dad on. Um, okay. Um, I like to. Uh, I told you I, I I listen to music when I when I um sleep. Right. I listen to music all the all the time. Any chance I get. Love it. And sometimes true artist. Like every now and then. Sometimes I listen to instrumental music like jazz, classical music, all that stuff. But. If I'm in the mood to listen to like some hip hop, some modern hip hop with heavy swearing or 90s hip hop with heavy swearing, I don't care. It's music. But I'm playing it on my speaker. How loud though? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the problem. Oh my God. You see, um, Where are your headphones at? I don't see. How do I get headphones? <laughs> it, it, well, if it was in high school, it was probably at a time where I didn't have headphones, right? But I remember like I used to play, like I just used to walk around the house with my speaker playing whatever music i want and my dad would be like stop playing that stuff when when other people are i'm like i was here first what are you talking like he'd walk into the kitchen and and it would be like you can't play that here and it's just like i like nobody else was here but me and now you come in and you're telling me to stop my Bro, music no I, like i know exactly what you're saying but Bro, the other day like who owns the house I, I, like, uh, no, no but that's what i'm saying like if i know what you're to, saying to, to wrap it to wrap it all in back to what where we were at i share your it's frustration like, trust me Yes, your parents own your house, and it's like they do have the roof and the, the, the shelter over you and money over you. But at the end of the day, I'm still individual, and if I don't agree with what you're saying, what can you do to me? Like, I, yo, me and my dad have butted heads so much, but it's just like, like the, the sort of solution I came to was because it got bad. Like, we were yelling at each other. I almost fought my dad. Once. Like, it, it was crazy. But, um... <sighs> The solution I came to was, you know what? I'm gonna walk away from the situation. I love if that. I'm too heated, I'm gone. That, that's I'm a, gone that's such a mature thing just, to do. You got to. You, sometimes you have to be the mature one in the situation and just walk away. Just walk away because it, some people are just too stubborn. It's not gonna get through to them at that particular moment. If you're in a heated discussion, fine. It's not working right now. I'm gone. But but it's a double edged blade because it's like I do it in a disrespectful way. I'm not gonna lie. Like it would be like. I see this is going nowhere. Like I could tell from yeah, like, I know. From my own you thing. just know. I was making facial expressions like I don't care what you're saying. Yeah, and then I just get up and leave, sort of thing. Like that. That that's not respectful. I don't condone that. I would handle things much better in this situation, but it's the best I could come up with because the, the like it's the best solution, but the approach. Like in that case, yeah, it was the best yeah, solution to yeah, what was happening, but definitely. the approach was a, lo- a little uh, yeah. a little foggy. Ooh, but I know what you're saying. Damn, but like, I just lo- thought of the best 
best can you hold it do you, need, do you yeah, want to say or do no you want go, ahead, go ahead no i was saying like and guys that's the thing in life too no matter who you talk to like there might be situations where you just cannot win and that's okay you don't have to win every situation you don't, you don't have to come to a common understanding if you feel as though that that conversation is going nowhere and you really don't want to put up with it you can just respectfully leave like you know just like respectfully I, I, like just be like and let if you have the if you have the control to just say you know what you're right and just walk away even though you know they're they're wrong then just say it just to end the conversation just be mm-hmm. like you know what yeah i agree cool and then they'll be like cool and then you go, go walk away or if it's one of those ones where you can use the excuse of like oh you know i gotta get going like <laughs> or like or you know, i gotta i gotta take this call like yeah. do what you gotta do and then and then come back to him and be like all right you know like i gotta like head out or whatever you know mm. so there are situations where you know you can't win and don't even try to argue somebody on it. if somebody says something and you feel like countering their point but you know that that's gonna be an endless conversation that leads nowhere no, and it's right. only gonna be only gonna end in frustration don't even start don't even say anything let them talk and that's it like i know um even on uh on my uh on the podcast on saturday with my friend mm. there were a couple things she said that i didn't necessarily i don't believe in but the approach to it just certain perspectives right mm. you know what I didn't really care to say anything. Some things aren't even. I really didn't. You know, honestly, because like, like, not to say that we'd fight, but like, I know the way she is in certain things, and like, I didn't, I didn't want to make it an uncomfortable situation, you know. So I'm yeah. like, you know what? I, I had the emotional intelligence to be like, it's okay. Let you it don't pass. have to, guys. You don't always have to speak your opinion on something if you no, know the way the person no. is. You don't always have to win every argument. You don't always have to do this. You just politely step away, make that conversation come to an end, and walk away, and that's oh, it. For real. It's tough. I it, it it hurts to do that. It really it's not easy. It, it's because so, it's easy to do the opposite. It's easy to be like, uh, actually, I think this. You know, it's easy, especially when you think you're right. You know, but it's like, you really have to. Understand. Sometimes it's unnecessary, and you're not gonna get anywhere having that conversation. So it's just like, cool. Yeah, make it come to. We an have end. our opinions. Cool. Of course, and um, and just be polite about it too. Like I know, I know, it's, I don't know. Just be polite. Walk away. So just guys recognize when you're in one of those situations and then make the right call to walk away mm. or, or not say anything, whatever, whatever you yeah. feel is best, you know, and just take it almost sometimes you have to gotta take the beating. I did that with my dad a couple of times. Not like guys, not physically speaking, like, <laughs> like yeah, verbally no. speaking, you yeah. know, like just take it and be like, okay, yeah, mm. cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah just, I, just I get, get it. through it and then cool. go do your shit. Right. And don't, thing. don't look like you're disrespectful. I know like you I were know, saying <laughs> that that's one thing. Just don't do that. Yeah. Just be like almost be like yeah you're attentive you're like okay cool okay yeah i agree yeah 100 percent. and then be like cool and then move on to the next subject i had to do that a couple times and that's okay yeah you have to go through that but just recognize that and that's the thing the younger you are the harder it is to do that because you feel more rebellious yeah. you feel the need yeah. to be like ah you know like yeah what you want to feel heard yeah it's it's, it's it tough sucks, man but but know. as you get older you realize this thing and uh, even if you're younger, younger than 20 or younger, younger than us and you're watching this, take take what we just said right now and, and apply it to your own life, you know? Please. Yeah. Makes it's, only, it's only, it's only going to help you. you but, um, yeah. 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 Um, so this better example. Um, so I'm not a I'm not a festive guy. Right. I told you, although all right, don't worry about that. I'm not a festive guy. Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving. They're whatever to me. I mean, if if I'm in the mood to celebrate sure but i don't go out of my way um so thanksgiving arrived and i'm chilling on on the ps4 playing what playing whatever i was playing my dad comes in my room he's like your mom is waiting for you downstairs for thanksgiving dinner and i took and i already had a conversation with my mom about like i don't 
care to have a Thanksgiving dinner just because I I'm, I don't really care about Thanksgiving. Like, you can't force me to care about Thanksgiving. You can't force me to have Thanksgiving dinner with you. I understand you want me to, and if I can make it, I will. So, I'm playing the PS4. My dad says, oh, your mom's waiting for you. I said, okay, let me finish this game. I'll be there. That's what I, I, I literally told him. Let me finish this game. I'll be there. And he, he stands, like, waiting at my door. Like, <laughs> okay, like, are we going? <laughs> he's, he's watching me. I'm like, yo, let me do my thing and I'll, and I'll be there, you know? And he starts, so, so he finally goes. He leaves my room. And when I finally finish the game, I get there late, right? A little bit late. And like he starts how talking late? about how many minutes? Late? Like five minutes. Oh, I, at the that's most. nothing. That's maybe, nothing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm over exaggerating. Maybe I'm looking. At, maybe I'm biased, but I don't think it was that late. But we're not really punctual like that anyway, you know. Or at least at the dinner table, sort of thing, you know. Um, so he's like, okay, like we're gonna say prayer, right? And this is what he does. He starts prayer. God. Hey, like, I don't know, he said some spiteful, <laughs> like, some petty shit, man. I swear to God, like, I can't like, remember towards the you? exact words, like, but directed towards directed, you? like, he was, he was literally directing <laughs> shit, not even towards Wait, me, that's the, the thing. He's like, Who's oh, at the table when geez, this happened? My mom, my sister, me and my dad, right? We're all sitting there, and he says some petty shit, like, oh, like, I wish I had better kids or something. Like, something along those lines, because <laughs> these ones just don't listen or something. <laughs> And I'm just like... And he like meant that. It wasn't like in a joking way. No, like. no. He was literally speaking to me through the prayer. And I was like... <laughs> what the fuck? He's, he's saying the prayer. I'm like... I look around the table. Look at my mom. Look at my sister. My sister listens because he said some shit about her too. He said <laughs> these kids, right? I'm like... Yeah. No way this guy is sneak dissing at the Thanksgiving dinner. The dinner that you asked me to come to. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, yo. What's this guy like... And he continues, and I, I look at my mom. I'm like, so this is what we're doing. Like, I'm. Did your I'm, mom know it was coming? Like, my mom didn't know it was coming, but but what, she's. What was her reaction? Did she go along with she it? She was just was like, she she was going along with it. She was like, oh, he's he's he doesn't mean it like that. This and that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because that's what you he, guys asked me to be here, and now you're sneak dissing me at the. T- I'm not doing that. You're either gonna confront me about what whatever you have to say, say it to my face. We're both adults here. We could have a conversation or it doesn't have to happen. And and my dad tried to play it off like, oh, I didn't mean to do this and that. I, I was just saying the prayer. And I was just like, you know what? I don't need to do this. And I left with with my food on, <laughs> on, on the, yo, man, I, I wasn't I wasn't about that. So shit to- like that where it's just like we're not seeing eye to eye on the sense like you think I have an obligation to be here because you guys want me to be. And I don't. I don't want to be here because I'm just not a festive guy. Deal with it, sort of thing. And I was there. I was gonna I was gonna be a good son, you know. Cause I know my mom likes my mom likes that sort of stuff. She likes the family dinners and everything. So I was like, let me go do this for my mom. But disrespect me, I was just like, nah, I'm not doing that. You're like, yeah, that, that yeah. you just took it too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, like we didn't speak to each other. That was rude. Yeah, like, that was rude. That yeah. was just like that was just so uncalled un- for. Unnecessary. And on Thanksgiving, we're supposed to be thankful for each other. Exactly. Uh, like on Thanksgiving Day, rude. don't you see something wrong with this? But you know, it was whatever. After that, it was just like <sighs> got really crazy. My brother had to get involved and everything. My brother doesn't even live with us, and he had to get involved because it was just like it became a whole thing. But yeah, pretty bad. But you want to get to the because what I was thinking because what I was gonna say on that is like. And like it, it's not really like a counter, but I thought that I want I want to ask you is like mm. even though you're not festive, like 
wouldn't you just look at it like a, as like a regular family dinner that you'd have? Like you, we don't have regular family dinner. Oh, so for you, it's kind of just like for a, me, it's out weird. of the ordinary. Yeah, because we don't we don't eat at the at the that's the interesting table. Yeah, I, just, no, I just feel like it wouldn't be a problem here. I feel like you'd just be like, okay, cool, food. Let me just go. Like, I, well, oh, okay. like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Let me give context like, here. Yeah, no, because I, I I see what you're saying. You know, I'm saying like, yeah, oh, yeah. come eat food. You know, we all get together eat food. Like, I. Um, it doesn't. It didn't seem like that big of a problem to me. Like even when I was here, I was like, "Oh, yeah, you know." Like I should have probably given context. Um, I'm, I, I'm the type of person where I, uh, I like to do things on my schedule, like eating, sleeping, and everything. Like, like, if left to my own devices, if I don't have anything to do, like for a week, my sleep schedule will shift so that I'm awake during the night and sleeping during the day, and I'll just eat whenever I want. So I don't like being called to come eat. I like being able to eat. Whenever I feel like it. And the fact that we literally usually do not eat as a family. It's just because I don't really... Because I'm not a festive person. Because I'm just like... The reason I... Thanksgiving in particular. Every day could be Thanksgiving. You don't need one day to be like... Well, we thank God for the roof over... Yeah, I I know know what you're saying. I can be thankful every day. You know? And I don't need to outwardly show it to be thankful it's something that comes from within that's my strong belief so it's just like i don't need the day if you guys do that's cool do your thing i'm not gonna bother you i'm gonna keep to myself and do my shit you know um but yeah i just i just i didn't see the point but i and you wouldn't even do it even if it was gonna like make them happy well i was gonna do it i that's why i showed up to the dinner but but after he started sneak this bunch of bs yeah yeah you know no no i mean because I at least I at least I try at least I think I try and they know you're like that right where it's like mm. <laughs> no I'm like what like everything you just told me in the oh, sense yeah, of like yeah, yeah. you know you're yeah, yeah, guy you know them. they see they see me like they know but have what you I'm actually like. told them though yeah we've had this conversation we okay. I I, t- I mean I told them even before like I'm not a festive guy I don't like Thanksgiving dinner I actually have plans I think I had plans that day and they got canceled. And that's the only reason I was even able to show up at the dinner. So I was like, okay, everything worked out. Let me finish this game. I'll go. You yeah, know? your mom just wanted all you guys to be together for, yeah, for the day. that's what she likes. And I can't blame her for it. I get it. It's, of course, it's a family thing, yeah. you know. Fine, fair enough. But, like, at the same time, it's like, if I don't like, if I don't necessarily like family dinners, I'm not going to be inclined to show up to all of them, you know. It's, right. It sucks. But it's what it is. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair enough. But you want to get to these questions? Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for the other stuff. Yeah, so guys, we're gonna get to your guys's questions now, and um, we had a, we had a, we had a few good questions actually. And so, as I was saying, guys, if you guys if you guys want your question to be answered in next week or in a couple weeks or whenever we do the podcast again, I'm gonna ask you guys for questions on my Instagram, Snapchat, Discord. Feel you know, feel free to ask a question. So if you guys, as I said, if you guys want to follow me on there, it'll be linked down below. All right. Um. Oh, so the, the, we'll start with this question. So this is from my boy Austin. If you could bring back anyone who has died, like anyone who has died, why would you bring them back? Or who who'd you? Oh, wow, I totally butchered that. And any, an anyone answer? who let me let me properly say it. All right? I feel like I just butchered that question. All right. Oh, that's let such me a like hard question. One person. If I oh, if you have to bring back anyone who's died, who would you bring back and why? Okay, yeah, I said it right. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like I butchered the first time. <laughs> no, I felt like I was just like the way I said it was just weird, you know. Um, you you want to start with this one? I'm thinking. I'd, oh I'd wait, probably... uh, yo, um, exclude family. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, 
I think I'd bring back James Brown. Yeah. I want to perform with him. That'd be so sick. Yeah, that would be Yo, give me some background on James Brown because I don't really James know him like Brown, that, you know? Um, he's part of the... He, he kind of... He's one of, like, the people who really pushed out, like, funk music. Ooh. Like, a, a very particular style of funk music because funk is a broad term. But, um, yeah, like, a, a specific side of funk, like, that's all What is James it? L- L- like, like, um, like electronic funk? Like... No, no, not electronic funk. Like, um... You know, um, you know, I feel good. That's that's all so James Brown, bro. He's so he all he also does like R and B and soul, you know yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah, he one of like my biggest inspirations in terms of performance. Like he he was a performer through and through. He he the thing is, this guy he he just had a natural like distinguished voice. You know, so it's not as if he could sing, but people liked his voice a lot, and he was just feeling shit. Like, it, it, yeah, he's he's great, he's great. But yeah, I want to. Was he him. was he like a forties fifties like type of guy? Like, what um, like what era did he fall into? What era, probably off the top of my head, I'd say like around the sixties. He was okay. probably around the sixties, around the seventies. I know he probably died by the time we were born. But not not too long before, like probably sixties, seventies, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. Though, that's though really neat. Don't quote me on that because I'm not good with times per se. That would be awesome if you could perform with him yeah, again. Man. That kind of reminded me of like wanting to perform with someone who's passed. I um, a few years back, I say a few years ago, it was probably like when did I go to Vegas? I went to Vegas when I was in. Oh my god, when did I go to Vegas? I only ever been to Vegas once. Vegas. I went to Vegas once with my dad, mm. um, and obviously not for the regard, for the reasons that you guys are thinking, like yeah. freaking <laughs> going to a casino and fucking going to strip clubs. Like, nah, yeah. none of that. It was like it was very purely from like an artistic standpoint, bro. Vegas yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, architecture, the inside of like the hotels, the designs, yeah, like yeah. The, like the attractions, like bro, it it is honestly such a nice place just to go and walk around. Yeah. Um, like we had a packed schedule from Monday through Friday. Doing so many different Ooh. things. We stayed in the Venetian. For those of you guys who know that hotel, it's really beautiful on the inside. They had like they had something called the Grand Hotel Shops, and it was literally like an indoor mall, but the, the but the roof looked like a sky. So it was like, it was like a bunch of clouds. Oh, they so had they sick. had like a, they had like a gondola, like this little river with a gondola. You, you know what a gondola is, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Just like a boat, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so a gondola with a river, and then we actually went on it, and like it goes through the whole thing, and then there's a bunch of shops and stuff. That's like it was, so cool. it was so amazing. And then like the pools, like the whole experience at the Venetian was amazing. And I can't wait to go back to that hotel the next time I go to Vegas. Yeah. And um, it's just a whole experience as a whole. I can definitely get into it like another time. But mm. the main point I was trying to make was, well, what was the main point I was trying to make? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I, yeah, I remembered. Yeah. I remembered. Uh, so one of the night, one of the nights we went to, we, I think we went to MGM, which is one of the hotels, and they and they also have like fights and stuff there. Like a lot of these really? like boxing matches and stuff take place in it's Vegas at cool. different yeah. hotels because these, these these hotels and stuff are like huge, yeah. like enormous. Like the whole campus is big. Um, and so, we went to go see a Michael Jackson show. Wow! Really? Wow. You saw Michael Jackson? So, well, Damn. no, he 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 was he wasn't alive. But this oh. is the, so he, this is what I'm trying to get to. Oh, so okay. this was cool. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, it was called Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Jackson. Michael Jackson. Um. So what? The, this is how they put it on. We went. We sat down. Obviously, good seats. Beautiful. Mm. 
and they had a hologram of Michael Jackson. They had, a, oh. I swear my life, guys, it was a hologram of this man dancing. It looked so realistic. That's they had so like sick. the other dancers dancing with him. All oh, the, all, of, all of the songs were playing like beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it. You know, like it was, yeah. it was crazy. Like yeah. all the whole experience, you see him dancing. They were playing all his OG songs, all the backup yeah. dancers and like it was uh, one of the best performances I've ever seen, and so Gosh, yeah. like you guys definitely need. It. If you ever go to Vegas and they still have the Michael Jackson show, Damn. go watch it. It's phenomenal. So that reminded me of you wanting to perform with him. Yeah. Imagine if you get to perform with a hologram of him. That would be pretty sick too, actually. And just watching it back, like it was, bro. You that would be pretty. You guys sick. need to experience some shit like that. And I swear they, I swear they may have done the same thing with Tupac. Like I swear I saw like is a it? like a video oh, on Instagram really? of like. A, I mean, I don't a see why they Tupac. wouldn't. If, because the only yeah. reason I don't think it could work with James Brown is, well, I don't know what goes into holograms. So I don't know if they use the actual footage of like... No, they, they, I think they use actual footage of him dancing and then just... Re- maybe all of his footage of him dancing just almost like just projected kinda, as a hologram. I don't know, man. It, yeah. was, it was like... It, like It looked like realistic. Like it was well done. So well done. And like you literally thought Michael Jackson was there. Like it was yeah. crazy. And like... <laughs> Yeah. my god like and this was probably like five six years ago i don't know when it was let's just say five years ago yeah. and i'm like wow like oh, it was such it's an experience i won't forget yeah Guys, no. definitely watch it so like that's what i was gonna say like you that can would like, be do, sick. like you can like perform with them as a hologram Jeez. and i'm sure they're gonna, they're gonna make that more mainstream like I with having holograms so. of different artists i mean do, and, and do doing, they you know? um like was anybody performing with my michael Jackson yeah there was a bunch they... of backup dancers like they it was a whole like production oh, and it looked amazing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like him and then yeah just all the other backup dancers just going crazy and then and then you'd have like 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 girls walking up the aisle dressed in like certain things and like it, it was amazing like the production was phenomenal mm-hmm. phenomenal it was like what an opportunity yeah. like so, so if you ever get a chance definitely go like if you can see like any of these artists in a hologram especially that michael jackson one if they if they ever have it here yeah go go yeah no I, that's definitely something i want to see like before I die, I didn't know that was a thing, but now that <laughs> yeah, I do, like, fucked, fam. that's something I got. <laughs> so see. sick, so Jeez. sick. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I guess it's time for me to answer the question. Yeah, eh? yeah. Um, if I had to bring back somebody, um, honestly, I think I'd have to bring back Albert Einstein. <laughs> really? Albert Einstein. The only reason <laughs> really? why I say that is because Whoa. I have this poster of Albert. You, have you seen the poster? I think I did. Yeah, it's literally just inside. So, yeah, ju- yeah. right as you walk into my room, there's this uh, Albert Einstein poster that's just against my wall. I used to have it hung up yeah. back when I lived at my stepdad's place, and he got he got it from me probably when I was like, wow, years ago, at least probably like it, ha- it must have been at least ten years. I've had that poster, ten something years, long, man. and like I don't know. I've I've kind of always been like. I wonder what that guy would be like, like his personality, just to see his oh, thinking of like, okay. of like, well, he did theory of relativity, right? I think uh, that's what e it was. E equals MC squared. But it is a theory of relativity or something. Some, no idea. Guys, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. I'll search it up. But like, it's something like that. That is the formula. But I think, I think it was relativity. Who mm-hmm. knows? Anyways, I have, I've been having that poster and like, I feel like I'm so associated with him now. Like, cause I just see him. Yeah. That I'm just like, bro, I feel like this would be so sick. And I just want to see how he like thinks about things like logically speaking. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if you if you take the more like more mathematical approach or just just in general, just exploring his IQ to see mm-hmm. his way of thinking and just see if there's any similarities and like just see the main differences and just 
just kind of pick that guy's brain and just see how he feels about certain things or even like things that we talk about just ask yeah, him those same like questions those, and be like these sort of situational things like yeah. what would you your approach be in this yeah. situation you know i i definitely see what you're saying i mean like didn't einstein have asperger's or something like that i have no idea to be honest. but um i remember hearing that um there's i don't know if it was him or just people with really high iq i don't know which one it is but i remember one of the two like they don't really interact with people that often like they they're very shut off or they they just work very differently like their minds are just like Something about if if you're hot, like a genius like him, it's like talking with like ordinary people. We'll use heavy quotation ordinary <laughs> people. <laughs> like people, it's just, people it's have sort of lower boring, IQ. You know, like it's like you can't talk about the things that you want to talk about because he's obviously interested in like that relativity theory or whatever the case. Yeah, is. all the That's mathematical the stuff, stuff he, you know. He really wants to get into. So talking about some some of the other stuff might just like bore him or something. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, but I don't know where I heard that, and that's just like a, I don't know, but I get it'll you. Be, it'll be interesting, though. It, that, that, that is an interesting topic on its own, like talking about like IQs and stuff, because it's like, like I get what you're saying, because they just don't vibrate at the same frequency as everybody else, you know? Because it's go. like, yeah. and at the same time, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting. I've always wanted to take a proper IQ test, because it's like, I Me know. I was, actually, I was actually thinking about that, Because I obviously have online tests and stuff, and like, from the ones I took, it says like 140, which is like high. And hey, yeah. I'll tell you, if I'm 140, I'll take it. My, I'm, listen, my mom could be lying. I don't know. Maybe she could be biased, but she's like, you know, you have a high IQ. And I'm like, do I actually? I'm like, I'm a, I don't know. Like, yeah. I like to think I'm like a pretty smart guy, you know, uh, but like, I, I don't truly know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I actually want to take a proper, proper IQ test one day. But how, like, what is a proper Bro, IQ? I don't even know. They like, they just put you through a bunch of different tests. Yeah. Like the way you process and logical things and the way, you, the, way you, the way you answer and how you answer, like. There's a lot to it, mm. and it's just a bunch of questions, and then they determine your IQ, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that that would be really interesting, just to find out, you know, to yeah, see no, like it, it, like a more like, accurate representation, you know. I really don't know either. Like, I don't think I've ever taken like a online test just because I don't know. I never had the patience for it. I don't think, or I I just not that there, I there's usually like thirty questions, forty questions. 30, whatever. Yeah, so it's one of those like that's the thing because I've I've taken tests like that before, like oh yeah. I don't know like love language quiz or something like that you know i've taken tests like that but i've never just gone around to the iq thing but that would be interesting just to see like where you stack up yeah. like what and like what is intelligence you know like because there's a bunch of intelligence people in school that don't have good grades you Yo, know pause like, that i want to get into this but i want to replace the battery all right yeah you're saying all right we're back guys nice to replace the battery yes i was saying that, that there's there's a lot of people i mean who might have high IQ or like be just really intelligent that don't get good grades because I actually believe that the education system, I don't like it because it didn't serve me well, particularly, but I just don't think like in general, it's not a good measure for, um, for intelligence or just like smart people in general, you know, and we were going to get into like street versus street smart versus school smarts or book smarts. Let's yeah, say agreed. And like, both are useful. Don't get me wrong. But um, there's a difference, I think. I think, like, the actual terms for this might be intelligence and knowledge. And intelligence, I think, would be that street smarts going off of intuition or, like, whatever the case may be, or, or experience or whatever the case may be. Um, and knowledge is actually attaining, like, oh, I read this in a book. 
now I have it. Now I'm knowledgeable about this particular, you know what I mean? So they're both useful. Both can be applied in different ways, but I mean, personally, I'm, I'm definitely more leaning on street smart. No, 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I know, and I know we've expressed this on the last podcast mm. where we just, we're just not big school people. Mm. But that doesn't mean that, like, we're stupid. Like, I was, you yeah, know, I had this conversation wrong. again with my friend the other day. Like, even on the other podcast, like, I was, I was telling her, I'm like, her and I are completely different. She's big into school and she's taking nursing and all this shit, right? And mm. she's, she works hard for her grades. And I'm like, me, on the other hand, if I wanted to, I could get 90s, truly. And I'm not, I'm not even trying to sound egotistical, but I can't if I put in the work. It all comes mm. from a lack of hard work. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same thing with you. Like, you just don't put in the work. You just don't Literally. feel like putting in the work. Yeah. Um, and that being said, it's, it's like, it's not a good motivator. It's not like, and it's like for those, for those for some of, people, that's true. And for those people that want to go down that route of school, then getting a job or like go to school, get your college degree, blah, 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 all this shit to get a regular job. Cool. By all means, do what you got to do. Right. Mm. But if you're in a field where it's just, it, you don't really need school or it doesn't really involve it that heavily. And it's useless. I mean, it's, it's useless. not useless, but, but you know I, I mean, mean, for lack of a better term, it's useless because for me who wants to go into music, you're in the music industry as well. Plus, you're and doing content, like, yeah, every, yeah. Like, you can't learn this shit in school. Yeah, you have like, to learn by doing. By doing shit. I mean, there's music like theory and all there's that. There's music theory and all that, which definitely, don't get me wrong, it's useful. But I've learned so much more <laughs> actually doing shit, actually going out and playing, actually going and recording and just experimenting. Rather than sitting in class taking tests and taking Facts. notes, it's so always it like is. that. Hands on is where you're gonna learn like everything, right? For real, for real. And and guys, like don't ever, don't ever look at someone who who just wants to do their own thing and has the street marks and say that they're stupid because they're probably not. You know what I'm saying? Just because they don't put in the work to get good marks, doesn't mean they they lack the intelligence to go off and. And do their own thing outside, right? Because mm-hmm. I know many people who are book smarts, but I, I talk to them outside of that, and I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, Ew, yeah. I talk." I, I said, "Look, this guy gave you." <laughs> bro, I and I'm just like, <laughs> "Really?" I'm like, "Are you good? Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's mind-boggling because I'm like, these are the kids that like got 90s, yeah. and I, I'm like. Hold up. Yeah. Something is not, you know, something's just not making sense again. here. They're just, <laughs> right? And they just haven't experienced life. They just don't have the street smarts because they're so, like, mm. to themselves, haven't been exposed to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I, <sighs> this is what I'm saying, guys. Like, it's, oh my God. Don't ever judge anybody that's not good in school because they just don't get the marks. Because I'm telling you, they're probably, you they're, they're probably putting that time and energy into something else. Outside of school, or being exposed to more things, or whatever it is, and are probably a lot more street smart than you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all okay, cases. There, there's a yeah, lot. There's a lot of academically smart people that also have street smarts. Of course. But I'm just giving the example that there are people that are book smart and academically smart, but they're just not there mm-hmm. outside of school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, guys, don't don't confuse it ever, please. All right. That's yeah. really it. Yeah. You know, like, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. You know, and I'm sure you can even if you're like the type that's book smart and you're not as street smart or all this stuff then and if you and if you want to be ex- exposed to more things and learn more like stuff and get more street smart 
talk to that friend or do more things with that person because they'll probably more. expose you to other things and yeah. and just by talking to them they might tell you certain things that you're like oh i didn't even know no, that you know I didn't even think about so it just that way. being yeah. around the person who has more street smarts it's gonna they're gonna rub off on you yeah. with the things they talk about how they process things where you go what you do all this good stuff assuming it's all the all the right things and maybe vice versa maybe they might be like yo can you tutor me in this like yeah. can you help me out in this academic stuff because they actually want to put in some more work and then assuming you're 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 willing to help you'll be like yeah absolutely i'll be more than happy to help you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so yeah guys i mean you can definitely learn off one another if you can be both book smart and street smart great but if you're that type of if you're the if you're that type of person where you're like us where like school is just really not integral to your success or like what you want to do then allocate your time and energy into things that that yeah. you love doing that and that's going to make you money and that and 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 you're just your passions you know so yeah 100%. It's, easy, it's easy to lose your focus because society is telling you that these grades are what you need. But don't lose focus. Like, what you, really put your time into, I say this carefully, put your time into what you like or what you want to be doing, what you want your career to be, something that you can see yourself doing every day for 30 years on end or something. Like, your passion, put your time huh? into that. That means you're passionate. If, if you can see yourself doing it for 30 years you're truly passionate and that's what you got to be doing right because i mean everybody do you do you believe everybody has a gift has a gift so yeah it's fine because first we started off in one of the podcasts like <laughs> does everybody have a plan and now yeah. and do you believe everybody has a gift like yeah. like a talent oh well, like uh, they're naturally born. like when or, people or say like oh a, they're naturally born with that talent naturally born, but but like not even something something as like I don't, like common, I mean, in the sense, like you think of talent, you think of like music or like art or like one of one of those like acting, art, uh, whatever. You know, like it could be something as simple as like, I don't know, like I don't know, something mundane. Like I don't know, somebody could be like, like have a just, particular skill, just, or like someone really, just... somebody picks up plumbing really fast. That could be oh, their gift. okay, like yeah, yeah. some any, literally anything. Um. Yeah, I think so because I've yep. seen it happen. Yeah, I've seen and probably it's probably heavily due to genetics, but we won't really know. Mm. Uh, or maybe like the way they were raised in their early life, like mm-hmm. as a kid. Like there, there could be a lot of things to play into. Genetics definitely do because I know one of my boys. Shout out to, to my boy Phil, uh, Philip Kostic. I already call him my Serbian bro. He finished with the number one proficiency in my grade for grades. Yeah, I got like a 95, 96. Damn. I don't know what it was, Damn. but he's a sick guy. He's not like he's not like he's humble about all his yeah. shit. Like I can at least sit down with him and talk to him, and he's actually partly the inspiration for why i'm doing all this yeah. and i want to quickly tell the story because it's, it's a pretty good story so yeah, yeah. him and i he's super great guy like street smart and and book smart and he's serbian too so you know like, oh, my serbian bro mm. and him and i used to and he actually tutored me a few times he's he, i i owe a lot to him he's a <laughs> sick guy and he's helped me move and just uh, such a good guy man <laughs> yeah. good guy and he's I, I i saw him last year i haven't chilled with him like in over a year so i need definitely need to see him but anyways um uh, what i was trying to get at was um, with him, actually, oh, before I get to that, I was going to say how I started all this. Yeah. So what him and I would do every now and then is that he would, we'd be walking down the hall to science or whatever, because we sat beside each other in, in a couple of classes and he'd be like, yo, Ben, like, what are your thoughts on this? Really? And he literally asked me something yes. and then, and then we just talk about it literally the way we're doing right now. And, and, he, and he's just like, yo, Ben, I just love asking you things to get your opinion on it. I swear on my life, that's I'm not making this sick, up. Bro. He literally, that's literally what he told me. That's the and, and, I, and, and I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't stick with me. And, and, and it wasn't until early last year where I'm like, huh, why don't I 
put out videos talking about stuff that I'm passionate about, help people, uh, I, like, you know, share my opinion, whatever it is, because if he likes getting my opinion on stuff, other who says other people do. won't either? Yeah. And so whatever, I was in my relationship, nothing really transpired out of it, it but it's, it, was, it was always in the back of my mind. It wasn't until like June, July, I'm like, you know what, I was kind of started thinking about it more. How am I going to set this up? I know how to do video editing, so that's a plus. Mm. At this point, I know how to do audio. So those are two integral things to content creation. I mean, you don't mm. need to know, but a lot of people who do get into content creation go to YouTube University to find out how to work a camera, how to edit. For I'm, real, I'm lucky real. enough to have been doing this for a long time or long yeah. enough that it, I was already at an advantage. Um, plus, plus, like, of my personality. Like, I just love helping people and being outgoing and all this stuff, which definitely played a role into it. Um, and so, as I said, it was always at the back of my mind. I'm like, you know what? So then, finally, October rolls around. October of last year, my mom leaves for Punta Cana. And I'm like, let me start TikTok. And the guys, the funny thing about TikTok too is that I hated TikTok <laughs> with a passion. Really? My ex made me hate it. During our whole relationship, she was obsessed with TikTok. Oh, always on you TikTok. Doing the dances. Yeah. And shit. Doing the dances. <laughs> doing the dances. Always doing TikToks while we were together yeah. and all this shit. And like, there, there were times where we did it together and it was yeah. fun. But she was way too obsessed, always on. Like, okay. it, it made, I was like, bro, why would I ever want to get this app? I no. swear, I was so, like, was frustrated with it. I was just yeah. gross, grossed out by it. Never got it. Mm. And then after I ended up breaking up with my ex in, in June, um, I started listening to more, like, more stuff from Gary Vee because Gary Vee is one of my inspirations oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for content creation, too. Um, and so he was just saying how, like, you know, TikTok is really good for organic reach. And I knew this. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Back in my mind still. Then October was wrong. And I'm like, you know what? fuck it let's get on tiktok because if i want to post a video i want people to see it yeah so i finally went to my tiktok account posted my first video started getting views started off with like 50 to 100 views whatever it was and then from there on the next few months it was kind of it's for the next few months i was always hovering around the the 100 views mark yeah and um i i, I made an effort to just post one video a day that was my goal and, and it's fine because when I, the first day i started i i I made a video saying, yo, let me do a three-week challenge. I'll post one video a day for the next three weeks. I ended up doing that. My mom ended up coming back. And I just continued it because I truly believe in content. I believe that I could eventually monetize this and make a living out of it and all this good stuff. And I love doing it. Yeah. And so I kept posting one video a day. And, and this was back when I was doing it like on this camera right here. Mm. And, and it used to be like amazing quality with like you, my other you mic. You were doing TikToks on this? Yeah. So on this camera right here, <laughs> oh, I, I, used to, I used to turn. So this setup right here, I used to stand up. I used to do it at different parts of my house actually. So yeah. I used to be, or my condo, I used to do uh, I, I never wanted the same background, so I was so I would do like one in one corner of my room, then the other corner of my room, yeah. then in front of the window, then like with like in front of the door, then mm. in the kitchen. Then I did one of me standing actually out on my balcony. Yeah. Then I did one um in front in front of this right here, right under on right underneath the Dreams to Reality poster that's above us. So I did it at different angles. And I would set this camera up sideways, like vertically. Yeah. I'd have yeah, my yeah. shotgun microphone. So I had my shotgun microphone, which is which is four hundred dollars. It's, it's amazing. I'll show you. It's yeah. oh, beautiful sound put that into uh, another like audio recording device. Mm. So I have that recording, this recording, um, and then I would have my phone and if, this was back when TikToks were only one minute long, mm. then I would start the timer. So I so I'd so I'd be like I'd, I'd and I, I always had the same method of doing my videos. I always kind of thought of stuff on the spot or yeah. something came up during the day I would talk about it. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, ready? And then I'd click it. So as I'm looking into the camera, I'd click it, start talking. And every now and then I'd glance down to see if I'm approaching one minute mark. Then I'd close it out. Done. Yeah. And I used to actually start my videos was like, with like, um, uh, what's up, TikTok? I hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. I, I want to talk about 
<laughs> relationships. And I'll let you get into it. That's literally how I started every single video for yeah. a little bit because I want to like kind of keep it consistent. For real, for real. Um, and then I eventually switched to doing my intros of just being like, uh, to just introducing the topic right up front. So I'd be like, um, have you ever been like heartbroken? And and then I'll jump to, what's up guys? I hope you guys are having yeah. a wonderful day today. Uh, the thing with doing heartbroken, blah, 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 and talk about it, right? So that's how I used to always start my videos. Still doing the setup. And I, and literally, so take it out. After I record on my camera and the actual device, I'd have to now take it off my SD card, open a new editing, like a new session, a new like uh, editing uh, window, whatever, yeah. import the audio from, no, I'll take two cards. So I'll take my SD card from the camera, import the, the, uh, the video, take that micro SD card out of like the device I was recording audio on, put that oh. to the computer, um, put that both into Premiere, sync the audio, color grade it yeah. export it then post it that whole that whole process took recording editing about an hour hour for a one minute clip for, for a one oh, minute clip geez. all of that all of that took about an hour to an hour and a half depending on you the video right every day and i did that and i did that for a little bit i did that for probably from like at least the whole month of november kind of going to uh december around that right mm. um and then i realized i'm like bro like these videos aren't getting like as much views as I thought it was. Oh, the return on investment yeah. was not good because I was putting in an hour, hour and a half and it was taking up a lot of time just for one video yeah. not to expect the results that I wanted, right? And don't get me wrong, I loved it. I loved having beautiful quality, beautiful audio. Everything was amazing from like a production standpoint. Yeah. Oh, amazing. But it just wasn't clicking. And at some point, guys, as much as, and, and this is a good lesson too. You might put in a lot of work into something, put a lot of production, but if, it, if you're not seeing your return on investment, sometimes you might have to call it a day and try something else. Mm -hmm. Not with or everything. Or at least put it in your back pocket. Yeah, put it in your back yeah. pocket because you can still always do that because it's yeah. still nice to have good productions, especially with certain YouTube videos and all this stuff. But sometimes you have to change it up. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say. So I ended up switching to just a handheld video on my phone and I just talked about whatever. I, I didn't. I got rid of my intro completely about, what's up guys, I hope you're having a wonderful day today because mm -hmm. I thought that was a waste of time because on TikTok, people want to see what you're talking about right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The titles actually always stayed the same. I never changed my titles. So at the beginning of all my videos, I have a red title saying yeah, kind of a summary of... Yeah, you can see that across your profile. Uh, yeah, so, so that's another thing too. So I've never changed the way my profile looks. So if you guys go to my really? TikTok profile, mm. all those titles you see, you see how it's consistent. So for those of you that are watching this, if you found this on YouTube, go to my TikTok. It's period soko underscore and check it out. Uh, but for those of you that came from TikTok, you would know the consistency I have because mm. all of it looks the same from the outside. But when you click on the video, the other thing that stayed the same is like I put another title for the first five for the first five seconds of the video, kind of like a summary of what, what's yeah. talked about, right? So um, I might honestly clip this, what I'm talking about right now, and be like how I started TikTok. <laughs> and that'd be like for the yeah. first five-second title, and then it'd go on. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's something that I've never changed either. But yeah, but I eventually switched to handheld videos, got rid of my intro, and just talked about it. And I realized those, those handheld videos was doing the same exact views and likes and everything as my good production ones. Mm -hmm. There's literally, and at that point, I'm like, why would I There's spend no one and a whole yeah. hour, hour and a half doing a whole production when I can do five, 10 minutes? Uh, yo, and just talking about relationships, you know? Um, and I realized that that's the way it went. And so I, and I think I ended up switching to that method maybe like in December, January. I don't know. And by this point, I only had like, four five hundred followers yeah, going, going no actually no i lied i lied i lied i lied no, yeah. no, no 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 so i only had like 200 300 followers um Around december like yeah, yeah. so oh, from okay. october to december i only had like 200 250 followers not yeah. that much and that was like and that was me putting a couple months of work and then going to the new year i swear my life guys my goal by the end of this year was supposed to hit 400 followers mm -hmm. that was my original goal to hit 400 followers 
And at that point, I think around this point, I ended up switching just to handheld videos. I kept doing that. And, and guys, you have to understand, it is hard to get followers on TikTok. Yeah, when I say hard, yeah, like to... it's a slow build, a very slow build if you're posting one or two times a day. For, for. Because you might only get like one follower every other day or if I, if you're lucky, one follower a day depending on what you're looking at. And But where you get the most engagement followers is through lives. And not only do I love going lives and interacting with my TikTok fans, but that's the best way to get followers other than promoting your posts, mm -hmm. which didn't even come out until only a few months ago, by the way. So, For real? So I, I was there when like, Omar and I were there when like, when did you start TikTok? Uh, probably before, like... That started around, seriously around the same time basically. okay yeah. so by that point they didn't have no promoting so now they have promote posts where you can pay a certain amount of coins and get your video pushed out to more people instagram does it it's actually a really good feature to get yeah, followers no, and views and all really this stuff good. and so guys definitely if you want to invest in yourself and like promote some posts definitely go do that but yeah so it was hard to get followers and so this was by the end, by the end of this year i once hit 400 so then by the time january came around i ended up hitting like january february i think i was at 500 now or like i i got up there and i think promote post came out like in february or march something like that and i'm like okay cool like i had i had some money from the government i was getting because of like covid uh, we were we were all getting that money and so i'm like yo let me put in like 160 dollars worth of coins and up promoting some posts that skyrocketed my followers to i think um like 800 900 i got like at least 300 followers just by promoting which was good it was a good excel because i knew I wanted to go live once I hit a thousand followers because you sure. can't go live until you hit a thousand followers. I knew that was going to be like the goal, right? And once I do that, then game over. I'll go live every other day and just do my thing. So, uh, ended up hitting 800, 900. And then, uh, and then one day on Orthodox Easter, whenever that was, I ended up posting Wait. a video, um, of like this, like egg cracking game. So if you guys, so I know a lot of cultures do this. It's like on Easter, you, you, you have hard boiled eggs, you color them or put like this wrapping around it. And when you all gather on the table and you each grab an egg and you, and you hit the egg against each other. So imagine you're holding an egg. Imagine you're holding an egg in your hand. I'll take my egg and hit the top of it. Hit I'll top. hit the top of it. Okay. If yours breaks, you lost. But but no, but you okay. have two sides. So you lost that round. And then oh, you, you and flip then you your egg, it. you hit me, and then we go back and forth until the egg's oh, fully cracked. Okay. So I posted a video like that. I'm like, okay, let me record my mom, my mom and I doing this. So I'm like, I held my phone. I did it because I, I, I swear in my life, I had a weird feeling in that moment that that video would do well. Really? I don't know why I had this gut feeling. And I'm like... I feel like this is some shit that people would want to see on TikTok because like weird stuff like that gets views. <laughs> yeah, so it I'm like, does blow why not? Up, like, and and, yeah. and before I experimented with posting different videos other than the usual content I, I do. So I'm like, okay, I posted it. Cool. I think a few hours goes by and I'm already at like a thousand views, which is crazy for me already. I've never hit a thousand mm. views in my life. Overnight, I it, I, it, I woke it, up. You be hitting overnight. Yeah, I know. I woke ones, up. Yeah. It was like at twenty thousand. <laughs> views the most views yeah. i've ever gotten ever i was just blind blown i ended up posting another video of my mom's reaction and she's and i told my mom like look you're famous and she's like citizy benjamin i don't want to be famous <laughs> and i'm like hey and then over the next few days it ended up getting six hundred thousand six hundred thousand views guys yeah. on that video and like 100 150 shares whatever it was certain amount of likes guys it was crazy and that skyrocketed me to like just over a thousand followers so i probably got like 100 150 followers from that yeah and and yeah if you, and yeah anyways so i ended up hitting a thousand and i started to go live i still remember i still remember that day that i think it was the first day i went live i went live for six hours straight it was literally so amazing i got a lot of people joining some of the people that are that are that are part of my tiktok fans were there since that first live like shout out to bambi who's i think she i think she was out of there from the first live or the second live but she's been here a few months mm -hmm. and i just knew that moment i want to go live every other day because i knew i'd get i'd grow an audience that way 
and I started going live every other day and I would, I would gain around like between like 50 to 60 followers per live. At some points I would hit, a, I would hit like 80 followers mm. lately. I don't know why, but like my numbers have been slowing down. Like recently on my lives, I've been getting less than 10. I don't know really? why it is what it is. TikTok algorithm. I don't really mm. care. As long as people are, are, are still fucking with my stuff and I can keep putting out content and they can come watch the podcast. That's really all that matters. And that's all I care about because cause I truly do love my audience. You guys, Without, without you guys, I'm nothing. Because as I said, I put in all the hard work. I'm glad you guys are coming along this journey. And not only am I doing it for myself, not only are we doing this because we love it, but because we want to provide as much value to you guys as possible. And so, yeah. And um, and so, yeah, I just go live every other day. And I'm, I'm still going live every other day. I've been doing that for a few months. And I just kept on getting followers. And now I think I'm at, like, at the time Four? of recording, I'm at 5.6 thousand followers. 5.6 thousand. And, um, and yeah, and, and I think back in... Yeah, no, it's just, and I think, well, by the time, I think when uh, Omar and I met, we were both at around the same followers, because I, yeah, I, yeah. I know you don't post as consistently, <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, you're, like, no, in a different definitely. genre, yeah. but I just, guys, that just shows you, like, how far we've come all together, like, mm. Omar has helped this journey, you guys help, has helped my journey, um, and, like, I'm beyond grateful for anybody that's supported me, showed love, either on my Instagram, even people I went to school with are actually fucking with my stuff, and a couple really? of my boys, they're like, yo, like, I just love it, keep doing what you're doing, and I'm like, you know what, like, it truly does mean a lot, everybody that I'm surrounded by that actually like my stuff, uh, including you being this amazing co-host for this podcast, Thank and so, you. yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm grateful, and that's that's really how the, how, the, how the journey has been, and so I'm gonna look back and clip this video one day and be like, you know what, I remember that, you know, yeah. so, guys, another thing, too, being a content creator is not easy, okay? No. I just I just explained to you like a five six month journey of how far I've come. In the first few months, I was only at two hundred fifty followers, not even. I mean, you can boost yourself if you promote, but if you don't have the money for it like that, you're not going to. Yeah, but even if you like, even if you were to boost yourself, like let's say you boost yourself from like from promote, like, to, like yeah, 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 promoting Prom- posts, promote yeah. yourself from like when you have fifty followers. It's like you need to be absolutely sure of yourself, like. To promote yourself that early on because it's like, can you maintain? Yeah, the you need to have content. Like, yeah, you yeah. need to have content to be a content creator. Like, some people think it's it's just a, I don't know that. People, that some they, people think it's easy, man. It it really is. Pro- it, it boggles me where it's just like, no, no, no. You don't understand. You need to come up with something fresh and new every single video, and like make it and and uh, deliver it in a way that people really want to see. You know, like. That's not easy to do. And you also don't have to reinvent the wheel either. Just talk no, about stuff that you like. No, you don't have to like. reinvent it. But I mean, like, you don't, like, I mean, for you specifically, if if somebody looks on your page and you have 50 videos of the same video, it's like, they're going to see that and be like, okay, so this guy yeah. is a one. You want something different. You know? you know, like, like if I, if you go on your profile, you have literally every video is like a different topic. It, some things might overlap, yeah. but like, I do have those topics, yeah. you know? Um, whereas some people like, the people who do trends on TikTok, like a lot of them, you'll see they do reposts, they do like, the same dances it's over boring. and over again. They do, it's boring. It gets boring, you know. And once it gets boring for the person making the content, how do you think the audience feels when they see that you're bored with what you're doing? That's facts. That's facts. And so, it's it's just better off posting things that you actually like really care about and stand by and believe in, and that, and, that, and that's what I do. Yeah. And, that, and that's that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast because. I like to repost these clips of TikTok and just provide value. And then eventually, if I can make a living off this, then game over. I get to just, mm-hmm. like, do this full-time, like, properly full-time. And, like, hopefully put on more content and more podcasts and just do my thing, you know? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, guys, being a content creator is not easy. Any content creator, you know, that's consistent is just, like, it's 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 a job. It's a part-time job. It's not a full-time job, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And people here in Canada, we don't have TikTok creator fund either. And so we don't get paid off views. But people in the no, States, if you apply for creator fund, you get paid off views. Yeah. And so we do it because we love it and we want to grow grow this audience and it's all organic. And so, guys, just have a lot of respect for the people that 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 you follow and that and that the journey that you're supporting because it's a lot. But you know what? I don't look at it like a lot because like I love doing it yeah. and I love doing it. And like, I look at it as like the job that I, it's my passion and it's my job. And like all that to go is like, it's, it's, it's what I do, you know? And I believe in myself to take it somewhere and I know it'll just take some time as it did so far. Like I went from zero to 5k and look where we're at, you know? And I, and I have amazing people that show up to my lives every other day. I have Mm -hmm. such an amazing community. I truly, I, I, truly do believe I, be, I have the best tiktok fam on tiktok because these people are so supportive and loving it's not even funny and that's mm. what i've always wanted to happen i've always wanted to build an audience that really fucks with each other and when someone's feeling bad we're all there to help them mm. you know and so it's like i'm beyond grateful for the people i have and uh, and i can't wait to expand it and grow and and just and just do my thing and um yeah guys being content creator is not easy that's really the moral of the story and just have a lot of respect for people who do and just support their shit and even if you even if even if you you put hate comments, I'm just telling you guys right now. <laughs> there's what okay to all the haters out there. You guys do not understand. No, I I think you guys are like you guys are missing a puzzle piece here. When you guys leave hate comments or even give a video a thumbs down, you have to understand. It helps. You are still engaging with the video. When TikTok or YouTube or any of these platforms see that there's engagement, all they're looking at is engagement. They don't care. They're, they're looking what at watch say. time. They're looking at likes. You're just they're looking at out. shares. They're looking at <laughs> comments. You are literally helping your favorite creator. I think that kind of defeats the purpose of you hating. Yep. Just scroll so, past. So for all the creators out there, <laughs> for all the creators out there, take this. Look at haters in that light. Yeah. They're literally helping you. Yeah. I know it sounds weird. You just have to comment You have is. to deal with the comments. Respond to the comment in a nice way. Mm. Um, but just know they're literally helping your videos. I've gotten a few comments like that on like, uh, like uh, like I had a few comments like oh so guys the other oh. day I posted a video on TikTok that that now hit I think like what was it fourteen thousand views 14, 14 something crazy yeah, yeah it was yeah. like it was a clip from this podcast yeah. and I had a few comments on there that not well not hate but there's just people just controversy out, they just disagreed completely yeah. that's yeah. fine and even they disagreed it's just them sharing their opinion I uh, we kind of went back and forth a little bit and a lot that's of people that. were nice though I saw I saw there some what? of the comments yeah it was just like mm, I have to disagree and you just like cool. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that you're keeping the symbols sort of thing. I right. Think, and then yeah. we just have a good conversation about yeah, it. You yeah, know, yeah. and so guys, haters, to all the haters, you're helping us out, by <laughs> the way. Even if you like the video, yeah. only the what the only thing that disliking the video does is it doesn't get pushed out to you anymore, but you're but the video still has more engagement. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't want to like haters don't know this. No. I'm telling you right now, you're better off not even expending your energy to hate on that person. For real. It's I mean, all, like, yeah. if I see something on TikTok or any social media platform that I just, that I don't want to spend time on or that I just don't have the energy to exert on it, it's just like, I'm not even going to, You just like, don't give it the time of day. Scroll past it. There's something after it. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it doesn't deserve your time. Yeah. If, if you, if you feel so strongly that you want to, like, type some hate comment, it's like, it doesn't, that person doesn't deserve their time. It, they're, they're not fretting over it but know? also that too the haters out there that that feel the need to do that it's reflecting what they're actually feeling on the inside so there's definitely something happening in their life or yeah. they were they got caught in a bad mood or a bad day that felt that they felt the need to 
put it out on you 100 mm. percent. because any normal person is just like you're not really gonna engage with it or whatever right you just can mm. scroll past it yeah. but if they felt they need to actually take time out of their day to respond some that is a true reflection of what's happening on the inside yeah whether they're being neglected or <laughs> their boyfriend or girlfriend's not talking yeah. to them or they're going to a fight with Something their parents and they just have that anger they need to unleash if they see something they disagree with they're probably gonna just take it out on you so look at it like that look at it like there's something going wrong with them and it helps you out so mm. All in all, and for those of you that are supporters and that and I love the shit that we do, keep doing you. For keep real, watching the videos. Real. Keep commenting some amazing things. Keep liking the video. Because at the end of the day, that's what's gonna help these videos get pushed out. And uh, and we and we truly love all of those people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, guys, that's the whole journey of my content creation. And I and I, I really want to say because I don't think I've properly went to depth about it. And 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 yeah, guys, honestly, I'm truly grateful. It's a lot of work, but you know I love doing it, and I'm gonna keep up. I'm gonna keep putting content for you guys. And, um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna circle back to something. Let me just continue this recording. All right, we're back. I just had to uh, continue the, uh, on the camera. Um, so yeah, more of the story is we love you guys. Cause it's true. Keep putting out content, content creation, um, film. Oh Yeah. I was gonna link it back to the whole like book smarts thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so that, so so that that's how we segue because like like I I needed to mention the whole thing about Phil because Phil, yo Phil, I don't, I don't know if you ever watched this. I might clip this and send it to him. But guys, big shout out to him for for being a part of the reason as to why, or what or part of the reason why it inspired me to do what I do now. So big shout out to him. I gotta tell him that. Yeah. But but yeah. So with him, he's just a super cool guy. That's just like it got to a point where we just like. Obviously, he was still street smart, but he was a guy that was just very academically um, book smart. And mm. a lot of people didn't understand why, because he didn't put in a lot of work. A lot of oh. people would be like, bro, this guy didn't really like study yeah. like that. And he was just like pick, just picking it up. Yeah. And so that's why, linking back to what you were saying, is that if you have a gift. You think that's his gift. That could have been yeah. his gift. And, and who knows if it was a genetics based, because his dad's also really smart. His dad's like a senior engineer, something, 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 yeah. something. Good for his dad. His dad's sure. crazy with it. Sure. But who knows if that's maybe part of genes and part of the way he was raised. He just picks it up like that. Like when we were in, um, oh, grade 11. No, not data. No, what? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what, are the, what are the math courses in grade 11? <laughs> I did not take math after grade, after grade functions, 10. Advanced functions, functions. Advanced functions. Advanced functions. <laughs> or was it functions? Advanced functions? No, no, that makes sense. I, th- I think was it it's advanced functions. functions or functions? Yeah, functions. I think I think it was functions. I think it was. He like people were like struggling to like pick up certain concepts. Him, he would look at it done. Just pick it up like that. For it's him, annoying. it was secondhand. And so, we just think he had that kind of gift for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and uh, and I and I do believe that that definitely plays a role. I think everyone does have a gift in their kind of own ways, whether it be genetics or the way they were raised. But there's something there because with mm-hmm. him, he could pick it up. Other people had him, had to put in more work. Or even like certain people with sports. Like I know, shout out to my boy Jaden, who actually uh, is now playing. Is that the one in? Yeah. So he, yeah. so so my boy uh, Jaden, he actually got a D1 scholarship uh, to play football, and he's in, uh, he's at Ole Miss, so Mississippi right now. So shout out to him. So guys, watch out for him. He's gonna get big. His name's Jaden Dix. So watch out for. Uh, we'll go watch the NCAA games, and when he makes it to the NFL, look out for him. But he's just been actually good at all sports, man. Like in school, mm-hmm. he killed everything. Yeah. Easily, he actually used to be a like a big soccer player. Really? Yeah, he played soccer for like a while until he got to a high enough level where like they actually start. Yeah, apparently, with the soccer system, you're just corrupt. Like it's like to the point where like really? you get to a certain point, and they like make you pay thousands of dollars just to make it to the next step. What? I know it's BS, and that's why he stopped and he switched to football. Like I think it was like grade going into high school or something. Yeah. Um, grade nine or ten, whatever. 
Um, and he's a big guy. He's 6'5 and like 200 pounds. And, and he switched to football and he killed him. Man. He was amazing. He, yeah. I think he's, is he O-line? I don't know. Great football player. And the thing with football is like, there's no corrupt shit like that. Maybe like my little bit, who, who knows here and there. Yeah, I mean, but for the most part, like you can make it far. Look at him. He got a D1 scholarship. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't book smart like whatsoever to the point of like putting in hard work, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, he just wasn't a school person. And so he was amazing at all sports. And look, he literally transitioned transition from high level of soccer to now getting a D1 scholarship in football. Well, and you so know what? that's what I'm saying. Like people are naturally, I feel like naturally people are just naturally gifted in certain things. So him was like sports and football and soccer. Like with Phil, it was like academic and book smart. Mm. Maybe we could say with us, maybe it was like art, like yeah. with, me, with me, videography, music, artists, and maybe me and like my side thing is like also the content stuff. Who knows? It's baked into our personality. I, I feel like not only could you be born with a gift that you're naturally good at, but I feel like you can develop a gift too because like you I have to you unlock to it. Because yeah. you could be doing something and all of a sudden, oh shit, I'm actually good at this. Mm. And maybe that could have been your hidden gift. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with what you're saying. Um, I do think that um, like, uh, with your with your boy Jaden's situation, right? Because what what I was thinking, and it's gonna roll back in, but um, so I think that he probably has a gift for like sports, right? Like he, all sports, like you're saying, he's killing it, right? But I also think part of it is a gift, but like you're saying, how you could develop other skills. I think part of it is what uh what i learned in school in a leadership class is it's called transferable skills so like soccer i've heard that you know what i mean like soccer of course you need footwork right so you take a soccer player and you put them in football it's like okay the footwork is there the footwork is already there all you have to do is build on top of it learn the game of football learn how to throw it learn learn whatever plays you got to but you already have the footwork you're just building blocks at that point you know you you damn you have it laid out for you. So I think part of it is a gift, and then part of it is that, like, transferable skill as well. And I think that transferable skills or, like, just skills in general can be developed, I mean, through, um, because me, like, yeah, um, I would say that, sure, I'm gifted musically, you know, whatever, but I, I also, like, the same way your boy is, I kind of, I was kind of like a hit in, like, a bunch of sports, you know, I told you, I play squash, taekwondo, swimming, freaking, uh, Oh, I used to do karate, tennis. I did a lot of things, you know? So it's like, and the reason I was in so many sports is just because it's transferable skills. Like, for most of it, I'm using the same muscles, you know? Right. Just a little bit of a learning curve after I learned the game. Shit, I could play it. Yeah, Yeah. and and, and yeah, I totally agree. You can develop those skills and transfer into other things. And I know uh, something I can relate to with that is like, um, oh, this is is something good. Okay, so... Part of the reason as to why I am the way I am when it comes to being outgoing and like my personality and being like very talkative and that's why I'm I feel like I'm good at this content shit mm-hmm. is because way back even when I was in let's go all the way back to daycare days day like daycare. like pre elementary school days like when I was like when I was like four five I remember I used to be in daycare I just wouldn't not yet like when I say I wouldn't sit still not like ADHD wise but like I wouldn't sit still I'd want to just like move around do things. Mm-hmm. And talk to people, and I'd kind of be a, a, a shit disturber. <laughs> not gonna lie, like, Is that what you call like, those? yeah. And so, anyways, um, and so when 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 we had nap time, I didn't want to nap. I'm like, bro, yeah. let's let's talk, let's do let's stuff. Do I want to fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, like, let's go. <laughs> it's like it's uh, this nap time. Literally, and so that, that that that's one part of it. And then when I came to Canada, because uh, for those of you, for those of you that that may not know, I was born in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, and that's when my mom and dad were still together. And then uh, they split and I ended up coming here when I was like five. Um, and so in elementary school, even early on, 
I used to talk to everybody. I used to constantly talk. Yeah. And in grade five, I used to, literally, we used to be in groups during silent work. I would talk so much that my teacher always sent me to the to the empty room <laughs> next door. Because oh, we, we didn't have like a, pro, like we didn't have like a, there were classrooms, but the room right next door to my classroom wasn't an actual class. It wasn't like a big classroom. It was like a smaller room where you could just do work. Mm. Literally. Shout out to Mr. Hollingsworth. My grade five teacher, love that guy. He's such a sick guy. He, he yeah. like everyone loved him. So if you ever watch this, shout out to him, you know. Um, we used to, we used to be doing like quiet work. I used to just be talking to everybody, and, and like my, he used to tell my mom like he's friends with. He talks to everybody, and I'm like, yeah, I'm friends with everybody. Yeah. Like I just I just want to constantly yeah. talk, and he used to send me to that room so I can do quiet work, and I've always been like that yeah. ever since that day. And so me being talkative and like wanting to like be around people. And just like all this shit is I feel like it's just ingrained in me. And, that, and that's the transferable skills that eventually when I went to high school, um, obviously not only was it good to like meet new people and I was kind of good at that. And not only did I take uh, take on a leadership role when it came to the camp I went to because 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 oh. uh, we had, I think I mentioned this before, but we had something called Camp White Pine that yeah. we did um, every year in my high school. Except grade nines didn't go to. So the grade 10s were the campers and then grade 11s and 12s were like counselors and program leaders. And so they would so the program leaders would obviously be at the different programs leading them mm. and then counselors you'd have your own kids that that you were in, in a cabin with. And so in grade 11 I was a counselor. I had like four or five kids. Okay. I call them I call them my kids even though they're a year younger, but you know what I mean, you know? And I'm still really cool with like a lot of them. Like oh, really? like one of them, um my boy uh, my boy Frank actually. His name's Frank. Shout out to Frank. He actually supports the videos. Like it was his birthday really? yesterday and I and I messaged him today saying, "Bro, I like thank you so much for like all the support and like he's always liking the videos on instagram and he was one of my campers mm-hmm. and and i just just a bunch of supportive people and so i always took on that leadership role as a counselor and then in grade 12 i was a counselor again and just doing different stuff within school and then i, I, I and and i know like even during my presentations i'd be, I'd be really good at presentations yeah. um what else what else i would um oh we had this one like event called it was called the plf event and the plf was like the code for the class i was in it was like a fitness leadership class Holy and this fitness leadership class was all about like just leading different activities and taking on a leadership role mm. and so we actually had like this like school summit where different plf classes would come to eci which was my high school yeah. and we had like a whole event and i was one of like the general managers and i had to like speak in front of a bunch of people and just do my thing so yeah. i feel like all those skills is kind of baked into me yeah where i've now transferred onto content you know and that's why that's what i'm saying it's kind of I feel like that was maybe my yeah, gift, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, in a sense, you know, and um, then yeah, man, it's like it's kind of been a journey for like kind of why why the way I am, you know. Yeah. You feel me? I do. So yeah, so it's kind of so again. I kind of thought about that the other day. It was kind of scary. It. I was saying that I'm like, bro, I've always been this way, even yeah. since I was like five. Yeah. It's been weird because like I'm like that kind of makes sense. Like yeah. And now I'm actually utilizing that skill. I mean, it may have, it may have, it may have been looked upon as like shit disturbing. Or 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 a bad trait to be very talkative back in the day when you know when people were trying but to be quiet all this stuff. But now, bro, I get to unleash yeah. and make videos <laughs> and podcasts and 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 talk, actually for talk. Real, and that's real. why I tell people, I'm like, yo, I talk so much because I because I like to talk and like talk about shit, you yeah. know, and have good conversations for like real, this. And real. and yeah, man. So if, and 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 if I can find someone that reciprocates and talks just as much as I, it can be a good thing because we can just go crazy and like mm. there's never a dull moment like that, you know. For real, for real. Yeah, man, it's just baked into me, so it's I guess I guess a gift, you know. Yeah, no, um, that somewhat leads into a question I know is on there, um, or maybe not a question, a statement. Um, Let's hear it. So, on the way here, actually, I was thinking like, how um, what's the best way 
to go about self-reflection, right? Mm. Because because I know you probably self-reflect a lot. I, I self-reflect a lot. I feel like it's important for people to self-reflect. I mean, not necessarily all the time, but I mean, like, from time to time, really just sit down with yourself and be like, okay, like... It's a good check-in. Yeah, just to check-in, see, you know, it, you have to develop the relationship with yourself, you know, like... Really, really find out who you are. You're but, the most um, important person. Exactly. In in your own life, you really are. Like, that. you're the only one that stays with you your entire life is you. Like, that's the only Facts. guarantee. Like, literally nobody else is guaranteed to stay in your life except you. You know? So literally. And to quote you, you're uh, the main story. You're, you're, the, main, you're, the, you're, the, you're the main you're character the, of you're your the story. Protagonist of your own story. That's what I'm saying. But, um, so what I came to the conclusion of is or not necessarily a conclusion but i was thinking like when i'm self-reflecting a lot of time i'm thinking okay yeah i agree with i agree with what i did in the past or whatever whatever decision i made in that given moment or given situation i agree with that but then you also have to think okay what did i do wrong or what do i not agree with or, or what am i you know look at the other side of things you know so i think um yeah i forget the exact example that i was thinking of well yeah okay it, it actually relates back to that story that i was saying with the thanksgiving dinner and everything i i called or my brother called me like because he heard like oh me and my dad aren't talking to each other for like a month or something like that right so he called me he's like okay like how did the situation go down and everything and i'm like well Not like good. he disrespected he disrespected <laughs> me so what do you what do you think you know so he's like okay that's great but how did you handle it in the moment you know like did you disrespect him did like you know how your dad is you know because because my dad's the type of person where it's like you i don't just, i don't you, you know the way he is you just know the way he, he is he thinks that well i'm this way and i'm not going to change the way i am so you have to mm. deal with it and i really really disagree with that and that's one of the things that we butt heads on because it's like no understand. you can't keep disrespecting people claiming this is how you are treat people with decency if if we have a problem we could talk it out like civil people but like you know but anyway yeah like after talking about it with my brother i came to the conclusion like okay maybe i was a bit heated in the moment maybe i made it look a lot worse than i was trying to make it so i think in 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 that way like the best way to self-reflect not necessarily the best way but like allow yourself time to be wrong or to to like really realize okay what could i have done better in certain situations sort of that sort of thing you know so allow, allow yourself to process what happened yeah and to almost look at all sides mm -hmm. and see who went wrong where and have the humility to know when you fucked up exactly. and, and to see how you could do better next time you know because the thing with certain people you may not want to you may not want to you should be accountable to yourself 100 and I, and i do say that you should still be accountable and tell other people you know i fucked up but the, i feel like there are certain certain situations where you can't where it's hard to have the humility to go back to them and be like you know what like i was wrong and this is how i've changed it's hard to do that sometimes and so at the very least i would say if you have some moment to to reflect on some shit that went down between you and another person and if you think you may have been in the wrong like once you've cooled down and thought about it then see okay where did i go wrong okay I'm showing attitude. Mm. I was kind of fueling the fire with what I was saying. Mm. I should have stepped back and maybe shut up. And once you re once you identify all the problems, then think, okay, what do I do better next time? 
At least know for yourself. Know for yourself. Just be like, okay, next time I'm not going to say something. You can't always win that fight. You know what? I was being rude. I was being mm. disrespectful. And, 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 that, and that was because I was mad. So next time I feel like I'm getting mad, how about you just take a deep breath and just know that everything's going to be okay mm. and that you can't win this one and you're just going to move on with it, you know? And if you can't self-reflect at this, at least talk to a friend and open up to them about your problem and what for happened real? and have the humility to tell your friend, listen, I think I fucked up. So tell me how I can fix it and get that practical advice. And I've had a couple of girls that's come to me doing exactly that because it's hard for them to self-reflect and think of solutions. So they came to me so I can logically run them through it and then they agree and then they take it and run with it. So if you're not going to be, if you're not going to openly tell somebody or let's say after the fact, if you're not going to like after the fact, go back to them and tell them, you know, I messed up, at least know for yourself on the inside. Okay. I'm not going to do that next time. So Mm -hmm. next time you're in that situation, you're going to, you're going to, you would have already fixed your mistakes and not make the same mistakes again. As long as you are fixing what you did wrong, then you're good. And so it's always good to reflect no matter what situation, even if something goes down, walk away from it and take some time to really think about everything Mm -hmm. and be truly be unbiased. And if you can't do that, talk to a friend that's going to tell you shit straight to your face. And then you can figure out some solutions to how you can fix yourself or, or maybe just a reassurance that you did everything right. Cause maybe you're not sure if you went about it the right way. And so you confirm with a few people that you're close with and maybe they'll tell you, oh yeah, no, no, you, you did the right thing. Or, you know what? I don't think that was right. And then you'll be like, you know what? You're right. I, I I did go about it in in a bad way. So, and and even when good things happen too, you can even like, if you made somebody's day or if you impacted somebody's life or, or you just know like your actions are, you know, having a positive effect or maybe like, um, Maybe you're going on a date with somebody and you have a certain way of doing things and you see it's yielding a good result. That's something to keep in mind. And Take you can note. self you can yeah. self-reflect on on all of those good situations and be like, okay, let me keep doing this. Let me keep complimenting them. Let me keep doing this one particular thing or taking them to that particular place and acting this way. That's evoking a good positive reaction and stuff yeah. that's gonna make both of our days and make the experience much better and, and all this stuff. And so and, and that's the smart thing to do. Reflect on those positive situations to see what you should keep doing. Because mm-hmm. ma- maybe you don't exactly know what you're doing, but when you start to reflect, you're like, oh, okay, so... Yeah, you start to Okay, so dots, me being yeah. positive and sure. openly talking about things and being vulnerable is yielding a result in which people feel more comfortable with me and getting... F- make, like, um, growing these and flourishing these relationships with them. So let me keep doing that. And so... That's all part of experience too. Keeping yeah. mental those those experiences, good and bad, reflecting of it to see what you should stop doing and what you should change, and being accountable for your actions, mm. but also what you should keep doing going forward. Yeah, um, I have a question. Absolutely. For off yeah. the top of my head, question for you. Absolutely. What do you do? Because me and you were both people who uh, our friends come to us for advice, right? <laughs> well, we're um, blessed to be in that position. Yeah, so we can are. I say one quick thing? Yeah. And. I'm just okay, I'm just gonna stop. Sick. Wow, I gotta yeah, I just gotta spit it out. Um, we are both bl- very blessed to be in the position where we yes. both have ourselves together mm-hmm. and love ourselves and are confident enough to be able to help others. So for those of you that are out there that are like in the same position as us, if you are men- mentally good, you have your emotions in check. Of course, every now and then you might act out, whatever. But for the most part, you're confident. You're going through life great. Family situation's good, more or less. You know what I mean. Mm. You have yourself together. If you can reach out and lend a helping hand to the, to those who need it, do Why it. Not? Especially if it's your friends, because because yeah. you were able to exert the extra help and that extra energy that will make somebody's day. And so, do it. That you they know? 
can't necessarily do themselves at exactly that exactly and uh and and of course you're not obligated to do it. if you want to live your own life that's completely okay that trust me guys it's not for no one's yeah no one no one's going to shit on you for not for not wanting to necessarily help someone that's in desperate help because like at the end of the day that, that's their own life yeah it would be nice to but if anybody ever shits on you for not wanting to lend a helping hand i this thing this is this is very murky waters because I, I don't think they should criticize you because no. you are not obligated to help anybody not at all it you goes, don't you really don't owe anybody anything and you really just live your life if you want to that's that's appreciated but, you're but not if you don't obligated okay you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. No, I completely, I completely agree. It goes back to the Jeff Bezos thing we were saying. Like, if he gives like a million to a charity and he, people give him shit for that, it's like, okay, but he first of all he didn't have to. Second yeah. of all, a million is a lot of dollars. You know. Yeah. So, no, I, I definitely agree. But my question was, oh, um, I'm so sorry, overthink. Wow, I feel like a dick. No, right no, no, no. Um, go ahead, go ahead. You good. Um, and I, I just want to address just one of the situations when it comes to like the murky waters with everything I just said. Like, you don't owe anybody anything. Mm. But like, if it's your best friend, oh, it's it's, it's, it's nice to it's nice to maybe return a favor yeah, or do or do stuff for each other, yeah. and and if they need help, help them. You know, yeah. the, the, what I was saying is more t- for like random people that you're not, that you're not yeah, really yeah. close with. But once you're friends, that's when you can kind of that's what friends do. For that's each what other. friends do. That's why no, you're friends. That's literally why you're friends. Like, you, you use each other like in a good way. In in a very good way, like you in a mutually other. beneficial way. Like I think um my friend he was reading a book on Buddhism right. And and part of what they were saying there was like having you know, like part of the ma- like the main reason you have friends in your life is to share your like sacrifice or like share your burden with them because I mean that's what friends do that's the way you interact you you tell them about your bad day you rant to your friends or whatever I don't I don't do that but that's what a lot of people do and you. you you use each other you help each other yeah, use help each other. each other use each other whatever you want to say and you but, um, enjoy each other's presence too exactly it's, that's it's all a part whole, of it like it's a whole vibe in itself to vibe with somebody but also be able to have those like yeah. deep uh conversations or like have them help you through a situation you know it's like it's the full package you're but, exchanging value with one another yeah i feel like a lot of people uh hear that oh i don't owe anybody anything and they take that to the extreme saying, well, I live for myself and myself only sort of thing. Well, and yes, you do. That's true. But that doesn't mean that you can't help people. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's, it's, it's weird to help people. It's like we're social beings. You know, we, we're made to communicate in order to help each other, you know. So it's like, but um, my question <laughs> like, I think we're about done. We're so, done? so, yeah, guys, you don't want anybody anything, but if it's your best friend. Yeah, help each other. Like especially, if lend a helping hand. If it's really your best friend, that shouldn't even be a question. Yeah, no, it should be. I mean, that's why you're friends. Yeah, and uh, yeah, if you're in a position to help others, then do it. Yeah. Um, okay. But, question. Sorry. Oh jeez, I hope I didn't forget it. <laughs> Stop. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Um, what are we talking about? Talking about obligations. Obligations, friendships, being able to help people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank so God. Thank God you remember. <laughs> We're both in situations where um, our friends come to us for for advice, for help, yes. or whatever the case may be. Who or what do you do when you need advice or when you need help? <laughs> it's a good question. That's it's a very good, good question, question, right? Because I don't, I don't, I don't know what I do. I don't, I don't really go to anybody. Yeah, you're independent. I, I've like tried that. it. 
well, it's not even an independent. It is an independent thing, Part but I've reason. tried it. But they can't help you the way you help them. But they can't help me the way you know exactly know what exactly, I mean, bro. Uh, you know exactly fam, what I mean. Tell you they, I, I, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe if I just bring it up and like they'll walk me through the same way, and I'm just like, fam, we vibrate on a different frequency, <laughs> fam. Not help. <laughs> tell me, fam, we vibrate on a different frequency, yeah, man. Because like, yeah, I'm not saying they're like they vibrate on a lower frequency, but sometimes the I'm not saying this for everybody, but sometimes the people who who come to you for the most help, they can't put them. They can't put their. their what am I trying to say? Wait, sh- I'm a guy. I got it. I got it. Um, they have different problems than you. They can't put yourself in your shoes because your problems are on a different scale and on a, in a different mm. way than theirs. You know. Of course. And so there's a reason that like, and I'm not saying they're below you, but when it comes to helping you, they're the ones coming to you for help. So there, it's unlikely yeah. that like you sharing your problems. It, that they're gonna be able to help you. They they might. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discrediting it. Yeah. But as you said, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um. And so to answer your question, like when I need help, and there, there's a joke I make because like I help so many people that like I call myself the Red Cross. Uh, when it comes to helping people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> humanitarian help, yeah. you know, because they go to different yeah. countries and you know, so like I call yeah. myself the Red Cross because people come to me for help. Um, and so, and sometimes I tell people, I'm like, yo, sometimes the Red Cross needs another Red Cross, yeah. needs help, you know? But I, it, it's been nice because there's a lot of people that I help. They're like, yo, Ben, if you ever need anything too, like, let really? me know, right? Okay. And uh, as you said, if anything, I've never gone to any of them for help. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's nice to know that, like, it's, yeah. it's a nice thing to say, you know? It's, it's like, yeah, the thought is appreciated. The, the, that they're here for me too, yeah. you know? And that's how I know that, like, they're appreciated. Even if they didn't say that, I, you yeah. know, I wouldn't care. But it's nice to know, you know? Um, so when I need help, it's more of, um, I need help in different ways. It's not practical advice because I give out so much practical advice that like, you know, that and as I mentioned on the previous podcast, we more or less know what's the right thing to do in most situations. That's Correct. why we talked about a lot of it on the podcast and on TikTok because mm-hmm. we just more or less know from our experience and viewing others. Right. So for the most part, I know what the right thing to do is. Right. If there might be times where I might need a little reassurance, be like, yeah. hey, just, you know, like, I feel like this is the right thing to do. Yeah, like, just you know, like. And get the, another yeah, point of view just for the most part they're case. like yeah bro you're totally cool like even with my boy Jaden, like him and i have had many conversations and just helping each other and he's, he's straight up he's so unbiased and i told Jay, i'm like listen please let me know if i'm acting out of character or if i'm for saying real. some next bs all right now tell him and he's like no bro, you're good like that it totally makes sense you know mm-hmm. and, and and i have the humility to to be like yo tell me if i'm wrong most of the times, like 99% of the times, I'm not. Like, what I'm saying is right. Mm-hmm. I just need someone to be like, you know what? Yeah, that's cool. And then they might add to it and whatever, right? Um, and so, for me, it's more of a venting slash maybe a little bit of reassurance when I do need the help, you know? Yeah. Um, or just sharing news on, like, whatever, right? But for the most part, I know what to do. So, it's like, it's like I need help more of, like, a, I, need so- I need a sounding board. I just need someone to listen uh, to me, you know? Okay. Uh, it's maybe earlier on, like, when I was younger... The, uh, the only practical advice I needed was, like, maybe to dealing with girls and stuff. So, like, mm. the one Who girl... Who did you go for... No, no, no. My best friend. Like, you know the girl I have friend. on the podcast? So, like, oh, Anna. So, I went to so Anna for went, that. So, like... so that makes freaking sense. Wait, of course you'd go to a girl for girl advice. Like, that makes so much sense. And so, I'm blessed to actually not, not only have her as a friend, but I'm friends with, like, a lot of different girls. Yeah. Some guys aren't. Yeah, and like they might get jealous of you for that, but like I don't have to tell you, like I'm just cool with girls like that. I don't, I don't want um, to get the jealousy. But yeah, but with her, like I was like I was always running shit off her, like she like, and that's when I was younger too, and vice versa, I'd help her with the guys too. Girl. And so, and it, and it was complete like unbiased, like we just be straight up, you know. Mm. And so yeah, I'd definitely go uh, go to her for shit, or I think yeah, I think she was really the main one, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so when it came to that stuff, 
yeah, I was more like dealing with girls. But nowadays, like I just I'm I know more or less what the right thing to do is, and like I have my ways, and so it's just like, yeah, you know. So when I was younger, it was more of that, but now it's just me venting or getting a little bit of reassurance. That's really it, to be honest. Okay, and, and you like just well, I mean. You just, Last you just time, it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of just like, like if if it's something serious, like very very serious, I'll probably just ask one of my boys for like a second opinion because I think like and, and all of us. I'm assuming they're unbiased as well, though. Yeah, yeah, they'll definitely let me know if I'm if I'm if you're like, tripping if I'm tripping. But the thing is, like, most times if I'm going to them about a situation, it's not because I've done something, just because I'm usually not the proactive one in a situation. I'm usually the reactive one in a situation, right. you know? So it's like, I'll, I'll go to my boys, but yeah, you're right. Like, usually I'll just go outside, think about it myself, probably make a video about it on my phone. Um, I don't watch my videos back, but like, if I'm recording myself, I'm trying to explain my thoughts better, and it just like, if I can articulate, just talking to the mic. If I can articulate what I what I'm saying, then I know what I'm feeling. I'm I'm I very strongly believe that if you can't articulate what you're what you think you're feeling, then you don't know what you're feeling. If that makes sense. And you, you know? can get someone to help you. You can get somebody. Well, that's what like that's what sometimes that's venting what friends to are for. friends. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes venting to friends or like using your friend as a soundboard or like um getting actual advice will help articulate your thoughts better you know you I gotta do whatever you that. can yeah. go ahead um i was saying is like the thing with most people is that they tend to bottle up all their feelings God right damn i know that <laughs> they bottle up their feelings and shall we yeah so yeah uh sorry guys the, the literally the card got full so when it comes to articulating feelings so what many people will do is that they'll just bottle up all their emotions right and when you yeah. do that it pushes you overboard right like you might start to act out in certain ways that you wouldn't have acted out you start bawling and crying or whatever mm -hmm. um you might say something hurt somebody's feelings whatever leave hate comments <laughs> L literally something might happen right yeah and that's all literally do you bottling up your emotions that's why it's nice to have a friend that you could uh, like explain your problems to so that's why i always say this is why i say therapy works the reason literally probably the only reason why therapy works is because it's a sounding board it's it's able for you to get yep. everything that's in here and here out once yes. you get it out into the air you already feel better it might not solve your problems but you feel better just talking about yeah. it and that's why i tell people all the time when they come to me not only like for the practical advice or sounding board but like talk about it just yeah. start talking about your problems it's gonna make you feel better already try and, explain and that's yourself. why therapy yeah. works right and that's why i try and try and listen to people and, and give good advice or if they just need a sounding board that too mm -hmm. um and so whether that be talking to a friend I know some people like to write notes, like not only physical notes, yeah. but they go on their phone, they like take out, pull out their notes, and they write a whole ass paragraph of like of like what, of what they're, they're going feeling. through, like okay. kind of like a diary. So like yeah. what they're feeling, and, yeah. that, and that's still getting it out for real. Or they grab a voice memo and they just talk to themselves, or they mm. make a video, or make a whatever exactly. it is. As long as you're verbalizing it into yeah. some form of media, whether that be a voice memo, a video, whatever it is, your friend, I don't care what it is, you just need to get it out of your head and your heart into the air. And then you can deal with it from there. Feels uh, like a really? weight has been lifted yeah. once you finally get out what you've been feeling. Yeah, and you... sometimes, yo, sometimes it take. It took me like a solid year of recording, recording um, videos on my phone to properly articulate some of the thoughts that I've been feeling from from that situation that we we talked about. Um, it took like a year for me to properly express exactly what I was feeling. But once I finally got it. I felt it like I felt, oh, I got it this time because I made tons of videos about this. 
but I, that particular video, I was just like, I'm never going to have to revisit this idea again. Cause that, that did it all. You know, I finally was able to articulate and that, that it's the best feeling, but, um, it really is. And so guys just get it out there. If you're feeling yeah. something, pop the bottle, like the champagne and oh, that's a good, and oh, this is a good, and now, yo, yo. Oh, yo nah, nah, nah. <laughs> listen to this, yo, fam, imagine you have a bottle of champagne, right? And, 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 and no, but listen, I'm, I'm about to get there. I'm about to get there. So a bottle of champagne is you, right? Looking nice, nice label. Everything's good. You're mm. contained. And everything looks normal. You just pick the ball off the shelf, right? Cool. But when you start to feel anxiety, when you start to feel whatever it is you're feeling, going through whatever problems, that's like you shaking the champagne bottle. Yeah. It's building up, building up. It just wants to explode, but the cork is still on it, right? When we pop that cork, everything spews out. out. And then and then that the thing is, is that once it spews out, it calms down. Yeah. The, yeah. Bo- the, bo- the bottle is back you to gotta, normal. You gotta open you, it. You, like- you might lose some energy. You might lose mm, some of the contents. Get tuckered out. <laughs> but, but you're calm. Yeah. So, guys, think of you popping a champagne bottle every time you, you're feeling something. Mm-hmm. Pop it. Let it. Let your problems out. And then, yes, you might have ex- exhausted some energy. But, hey, you're calm. You're feeling good. Or mm-hmm. better, at least. And then you can work through your problems. Yeah, man. I'd, I'd relate that to um. And then drink some of it. You know. Yeah, then drink some of it. <laughs> of course. Prioritize. Um, no, I'd relate that to uh, not only uh, verbalizing whatever you're feeling, but, like, things like crying or yelling or like anything that like some of those things that have negative connotations to them it's like crying is kind of not necessarily looked down upon but it's like oh crying like what's wrong with you why are you crying sort of thing it's like no we were made to cry crying is a form of getting it out crying is a form of popping that bottle you know so um yeah you need you just need to feel your emotions guys especially for the men out there like i'm not necessarily saying yeah if, if you're in a relationship, go cry, go cry to your partner. Because I have heard that, like, uh, shouts to the Fresh and Pit po- podcast once again. I, I was watching that. a video that, like, you shouldn't actually, like, cry to your partner. Like, because they, they, they subconsciously start to look at you as weaker. I get it. And, like, I, I see what they mean. It's funny because it's like, I wouldn't have said it if I didn't really agree with it. But I do agree with it. And, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I did cry, actually, like, a few times to, to like, my ex. Because, yeah. like, we got really emotional. And, like, who knows if I subconsciously played a role? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely more applicable to people, like, more adults. But, like, still, it could be applicable now. Because it's mm. still dynamics and power dynamics and the yeah. men being more dominant and whatever, right? And so, that being said, I don't want to take any risks, any chances anymore. Mm. And so, if you're going to cry, like, go, like, even if it's, like, with a bro. Like, if you, like, if you don't care to cry in front of your, your, your bro, yeah. then, like, cry in front of them. Just, like, express your emotions, right? Um, or even if, even if it's by yourself, right? Because I've had a few good cries on my own. Like yeah. I rarely cry, but when I cry, like I cry, like I properly, mm. like, I let it out. Like yeah. I, I won't cry for like four or five, six months, and when I, when, I, when it comes out, it comes out, mm. and like I really let it loose. Like I like maybe not too long ago, I actually had like a good cry. Like maybe like like a month ago. I don't know why it shows me. I have no idea why I cried to this, but I was watching Too Hot to Handle, and Too Hot just, to Handle. You know the Netflix show Too Hot to Handle? No, I don't okay, know. so it's basically like a bunch of attractive people. Get on, oh, a, get on a retreat. Get on a- <laughs> yeah, so just bear, I know it's weird. It's weird, but let me explain. How did you end up crying? Let, let, let me explain. Let me explain. And so, because I, I think I must have been like thinking about like my like the past, like with like the girls, like, with all these it. girls yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. And like I seen like the like these like relationships develop over the course of the show. And at the end, like it's just like this cute moment. And like I think oh, I was already kind of emotional. Yeah. And usually I, I wouldn't even cry to that, but for whatever reason, yeah, I was yeah. just like in a very vulnerable state. I just start bawling. Yeah. For whatever reason, and and then I started, and then I kind of got distracted to think about my past and all these other girls. I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm like, <laughs> so my feels, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when it happens, like, 
I properly cry and then I'm over it in like 10 minutes and I'm for good. Real, real. But it really happens. But like when you do, it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Like have you had like a good cry like at all? Like The last time I cried was on the phone with my friend. And that was the first time I cried in Girl or guy? years. Guy. One of my boys. Love you that. know? So, so it, like it was on the phone after that whole situation and it was like trying trying to talk things out. And I remember saying like, you know what? Like we're still cool and everything. We're cool, but um, I'm definitely gonna have to like take some time, you know. Of course, and like we talked about that shit, and like I remember because it was late, you know. And I've always, I think I saw at one point, I saw all of my friends cry, but like none of them have seen me cry, at least for emotional stuff. Like there might have been one time in gym where somebody like kicked my shin in soccer that like really yeah, I know. God damn. But like no, emotionally, no, none of my friends would see me crying. And that was the first time I think. And it, it, it left a note in my head because I was like, damn, like this is the first time I've ever like let out. That's this true emotion. vulnerability. You know, it's true vulnerability. And it, it felt good, even though like I wasn't was nice, necessary. Yeah? It was a good cry, even though we weren't necessarily on like solid footing at, at the time, because like I was obviously obviously like pretty pissed off. But it like to know that I could cry in front of one of my boys. No judgment, no none. It's like that's a whole nother level, right there. I'm telling you, man. Level, you know? guys. I'm telling you, like I know, like there's like a stigma around like men like being vulnerable, but guys, be vulnerable. Obviously, you don't just have to like cry in front of like, your partner, but like cry, like cry in front of like like someone you really trust and care about, like one of your brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, or if it's just on your own, because I'm telling you guys, you'll feel so good. It feels mm-hmm. so good. Oh my! Every time I ever like properly cried, oh, it feels so nice. And so feel your emotions, you know, especially when it comes to crying, you know. I agree. So guys, please. Do your thing, you know what I'm saying? I was also gonna ask, completely unrelated for Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, what was the, what was the original question? I totally forgot what the original um, question was now. My God, why did we do? Know. Oh my God, we did. I didn't even. I I, just I don't even care. Go on, yeah. just go on, go on. <laughs> um, so I know that we're both we're both pretty confident dudes, and it's kind of, oh, it was advice. Who do you who do you get advice from? Oh, remember. Yeah. Yeah. So we started there. I don't know if we nice. branched off. Anyway, just going with what you're gonna say. Both confident. Um, but how do you deal with? Everybody has doubts. How do you deal with doubts that form in your head? And and if you don't um, mind explaining, what are some of those doubts that you have? Um, this is a really good question because, like, yeah, all of us definitely do go through doubts. I mean, you yes. can you can definitely be confident on a regular, but there will be doubts, right? Mm. Uh, and so one of the doubts that I'm thinking of right off the bat is is my future and my career. Mm. Um, it happens to me like I wouldn't say once a day, but it happens to me on a weekly basis, easily, easily. Mm. There's so How many. How do you deal with? So like, let, let me go through what the doubts are, and then I'm gonna try and like cool, cool. explain how I deal with it. So especially when it comes to my career, because this is what I'm thinking, guys. I'm not a big school person. I didn't take mm-hmm. the route of going to take a four-year degree, getting a stable job, all this shit, because I don't want to. I want to build my businesses and the things that I love doing. So that's for one. So I'm thinking, I have no other choice other than to make music and content work unless something else comes in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are like the two avenues plus videography, whatever, right? I literally do not know what I would do if I do not have these things. Mm-hmm. And so... It scares me because I more or less don't have anything behind me. Even when I finish this two-year program, it's, it's diploma is just for the sake of having a diploma, like for some safety net. And so it scares me to think that like, I'm like, bro, I have, I have to make this shit work or else like I won't be able to make a living. I won't be able to invest. I won't be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. So then it, it, it's a kind of an extra motivator to keep me going and putting out content, keep making music, keep, net, keep networking. Because have to make it. Because I have to. Like I, I just, I literally don't know what the other option is. Like, I'm like, 
it scares me. Like, like even just thinking about it right now, it scares me to know that, like, I do not know what the alternative is. And I don't know what the other options are because to me, there is none. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are, these are the two things I love doing that I need to go full force. And so, so then the other doubts come in of like, if I'm going to make it, like, if I'm, if I'm, and this will tie into a question that Bella asked about making it, but freaking, it's like, I'm doing this stuff, but it's like, I have doubts in my like, bro. Like, I know I'm putting in all this work, but like it kind of scares me because then I see my lives and my followers slowing down. I see like, you know, like, I don't know. There's just part of me that's like, bro, like, will it happen? Will we be able to monetize this and keep doing it? And like, mm-hmm. and, and and how I come overcome that is just thinking back to, thinking back to the fact of like, because I listen to a lot of Gary Vee and like, and like he he's definitely pushed me in the sense of like, bro, like you can literally make anything work as long as you, put in the time and effort because you've seen it happen i think back to all the other examples of people who've done it and i'm yeah. like bro if these people can do it you can do There's it too nothing separate and, and then i and then i think about okay cool you don't have to do it at such a big level a big scale and i always i know we spoke about this before you don't have to mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't have to make this podcast and to, to become as big as fresh and fit mm-hmm. they're huge like they're they're blowing up and i have to break it down small I'm like bro you can you can make Eighty thousand dollars a year doing content—that's completely fine, man. And you can kind of work from there and get your investments and 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 make your money even more. You don't have to be making hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands right away. And so I think, well, okay, what's a realistic f- in the next few years that I can get to, and, and what do I have to do to get there? And it's just—it's just a matter of putting in all the hard work, keep putting out content, keep finding new ways to like monetize, and then for my music, um, keep getting new clients and eventually like keep doing my thing, keep perfecting my craft, and so. I don't know, man. It's just kind of just coming back to my main vision of, bro, it will happen if you just stick with it yeah. and just keep pushing uh, no matter what people say. Like, it's it's going to take time, um, but I've already had so many moments where, like that where I'm just like, bro, I don't know I don't, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, I know it will, but, like, it's like it, it crosses my mind. Mm-hmm. But I always push it aside and just I just keep doing what I'm doing because I know it'll take me next. At the end of the day, I come back to the... Just keep doing it and you'll be good, okay? Yeah. That's what I always come back to because I know because, and, and I try and also and one way I get over that doubt of not of not like making it to a certain degree is like, I reflect on how how far I've come and I'm like, okay, bro, you started out at nothing and look what you've built so far. So you just gotta keep and, going. And so I just gotta keep going. So if that's the trajectory, like, yeah, it, we might have, we might plateau, we might slow down a little bit, but it's as long as we're going on an upward trend, that's all that matters. Exactly, and so. That's probably the main doubt. It's it's literally my career and financial status. Okay. I really have no doubts when it comes to finding a partner because, like, I know me. Girls are going to come to me. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, and yeah. I don't mean to say, it like, oh, I'm like a course, player. Like, yeah, girls yeah. are going to come to me. But no, like, I feel the but, same but way. But girls will like, come into my life with, through TikTok. Yeah. And I always make the joke, like, oh, the next girlfriend I find is going to be through TikTok because like, <laughs> yeah. 75% of my audience is, like, females. And, like, you know, and, like, yeah. all the jokes that we make. And so I'm not, I have no concern about that because I'm very independent in the sense of, like, I know. I you really don't, don't need, need a girlfriend. Yet. Like, yeah. it's like, I, got you. I, do, I really don't. Like, it'd be nice to, and like, cool. Yay. You know, experience more, whatever. But I don't really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really it. It's definitely career and, uh, and, and financial status is my biggest kind of worry and, and, and mm-hmm. doubt of like trying to like make something of myself, you know? Um, but I just reassure myself. I'm like, listen, Ben, you're not taking the same route as everybody else. You know, yes, in a few years, people are gonna come out making sixty, seventy thousand dollars starting salary and working corporate. But Ben, mm-hmm. it's okay. Put in time, build your businesses, and you're gonna end up making more than them. So it's like, for that's real, it. Bro. You're taking a different route. I have to understand that I'm taking a different route. I'm not like my mom. Yeah. Um, my dad did start have his business, so like, yeah, I'm kind of taking that route. But like, 
generally speaking, I'm not on the same frequency as other people that are just going to go down the job route. Mm. Um, and so it's like, and that's okay. That's, that's okay. Fine. You have, and you have to live with um, the risks of taking that. Of course. Path, you know? Any it's business like, is a yeah. risk. For real, for real. You know, and, 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 but, but I'm willing to do this because if I put in the work You're gonna and, get and I do put in the work, um, I'm going to get there and it's going to pay off immensely. Yeah. Immensely. And um, because another thing that scares me is, and, and I thought about this at work the other day. When I was at work the other day on yesterday, yesterday morning I was at work. I was looking around at all the people that are in their 40s and 50s and I'm like, I can't do this. How? Yeah. I can't do that. And no, you do this on exactly a daily? You and yeah, you do no. this on a daily basis? And this is your job? This is what you do for a living? Like, I mean, like you're saying, like, like you're, you're one coworker. I mean, if it's for fun, it, like, do your thing. Oh, yeah, course. no. Like, yeah. shouts to Camille. But like, it's like, my coworker, she. If, if that's what you need to do, it's like, damn. Like, it's, like, it, that's what scares me, too. Yeah. So, like, that mixed in with, like, all the other shit. I'm like, bro. And, like, I was just thinking about that. And I looked around and I'm like, bro, like, you, you don't want to end up like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's it's scary. It's so scary. So that's like the biggest kind of doubt slash like thing that scare me when it comes to like sure. the next like five to ten years. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. But I just know if you put in the work and, and you're patient, things will happen. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I have the support around me, and hopefully I can um, build a, a good team of people and yeah. just continue. You know, and so yeah, yeah. yeah, man. It just takes time. Really, it. and I might as well do it now because I, I I probably won't have a chance to do what I'm doing now again. Yeah, you know. No, so this that, is the perfect true. time, and I'm young, so game over. And and hey, like like you were saying, uh, last one we did. Now is the time to make that risk when you're. This is where you risk the most in your twenties, yeah, man. Don't take young, the safer. Really, you don't have many obligations. You know, gotta start talking. No, you're good. You're good. Thing. No, you're okay. You're okay. It's close um, enough. But yeah, yeah, I I agree, and that's some. I asked that question just because I was curious, honestly. That's where usually they come from. But um, that's like, that's, I think that's a confident answer. Like you said, this is what I'm scared of. But I mean, like, listen, if I keep on my path, if I put in the work, it'll pay It's off. coming back to my and original vision. And yeah. I have no other choice. It's like, mm-hmm. what, 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 Ben, what are you going to do? Yeah. Stop now. What are you going to do? No. Bro, <laughs> I, I can't, can't do that. I've gone to the point where I can't imagine my life without putting out content anymore. Yeah. I can't. Like, I remember my life before this. Just Bro, like, I was not doing shit all day. What was I doing before? <laughs> I literally wasn't doing anything. I'm like, yeah. at least this time I'm being productive. I'm working towards something I love and I'm making something of myself. Yeah. I get you. I'm just career oriented now, you know? So it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And hopefully amazing people like you can come along this journey with me and keep doing the mm-hmm. podcast and no, I have, um, keep joining me and um, and go crazy. Bro, I have... I want to build this platform, you know? This vision in my head. Because now now that I'm, I'm stepping into like the artist realm, right? Like I'm actually starting to put shit out. Yeah. Now everybody that I meet in in this music industry, I feel like is like everybody's like we're not we're not striving for the same thing, but like it's like oh, hopefully by the by the time I'm like let's say 30, I'll be famous, you know? I'll, I'll have achieved what I want to achieve, right? And maybe you'll be there too by by the time we're 30, and it's just going to be like these are the people that I'm meeting now. These are the people that's going to be here, like, on the come up. To, Take to, that like, in. You know, that's going to be sick. Just, like, imagine, like, 10 years from now, it's like, damn, like, we started with the podcast and just engineering some shit at Abstract, you know? Like, how crazy is that? Now, where are we, sort of thing? That would be sick. Yeah, yeah, I'll change it yeah. one second. Um, <laughs> no, because I, I want you to remind me at one point. Uh, just remind me about, I'm probably going to remember, but, yeah. but 
guys, I don't know if you do this, but what I usually like to do is like, in order for me to remember something, you I'll tell I'll somebody, tell somebody to like, yo, remember, remember tell yo, gotcha. remind me. Yeah. But like, you, by me saying that, it's gonna help it's gonna remind me, myself. Yeah. Anyways, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so just remind me of um, people on the come up. People on the come up. No, I was. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, another thing that I was like scared of is like, cause I, pretty much I have somewhat of the same answer, like the career shit, and it's just like, how do I know that like people are gonna gravitate toward my music and like everything needs like the stars kind of need a line for a lot of this shit, you know? But yeah, if you just keep doing your shit, people like the people who fuck with your shit are gonna find it, you know? Yeah, when you show work, work itself out. Put in all, put in the work that you put in work. It'll, it'll work. Um, all right. All right, we're back. I just had to um, re- replace the battery. Um, and so what I was saying was like, as you said, about the people that you're surrounded by now is going to be with you on the come up. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the bi- biggest thing is that respect and uplift the people on your come up because those are the, those are going to be the same people when you come down. Yeah. I Damn. Say that again, bro. Say that yeah, again. I, I wish I had a soundboard like later on the Fresh and Fit podcast. They have like this soundboard. Oh, where, like, you, yeah. Have I you wish heard it? Had that. I yeah, heard it's, that. it's like a little rewind. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was. Treat the people on your come up with respect and dignity and uplift them because those will be the same people on your come down. Yes. Okay. The people we see coming up, you're going to see them coming right back down. down. So all the people that's ever supported you from day one. Or that's uplifted you or helped you in some way, uplift them too. Treat them with respect. Got it. Help them out too. Because when your career is coming to an end or you start to die now, which it all happens to all of us, businesses, music. Yeah. Shit has to happen. They're gonna be there. They're they're gonna be waving hello. And 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 if and if you were that guy that's always been nice to them, they're gonna they're gonna run you. They're gonna be like, oh hey, how are you? You Like and they're they're gonna wanna help you when you're come down and hopefully like whatever, help you get settled. Whatever it is, they're gonna be there. I really, damn, that got me thinking. I really hope, I don't think I will, but I really hope that fame doesn't change me. Like, yeah, I don't think we will. And and we had this conversation, but I don't, I don't think fame is going to change me. Like, because the way I live my life now is like, I don't believe that I'm famous, but I live like I am. Does that make sense? To a certain degree. To a certain degree. Yeah, I don't think fame is gonna change me. But you said um before you said something was gonna um, tie into Bella's question. Yeah, so to. about about like making it and stuff. So so one one of the questions from from you what you guys asked. So shout out to Bella. She asked this question. She's like, oh, I think it was Bella. Let me just confirm because it may have not been Bella. Uh, so yeah, answer Austin question. Um, yeah, it was Bella's question. So Bella, appreciate you once again. For, for um, she said. At what point can you say you've finally made it, like in the future? And I'll, and, I, and I'll start this off. Yeah. At the basis of everything, at the very basis, and this isn't even like a subjective thing, I think my belief at the basis of when you made it is when you are financially free doing the thing that you love doing. When you are finally executing on your passion and you have your business and you're making money from either the business that you love doing or the job because there's a lot of great jobs out there you might just fall in love with your career mm-hmm. and you're financially free and you're happy doing it you've made it that's the basis of everything 
you've made it game over now from there it becomes a very subjective statement whether some people want to make a certain amount of money yeah. they want to acquire a certain amount of fame audience grow the business yeah. to an important point and then they consider they've made it but, but the baseline but the is baseline that financial is that freedom financial freedom doing what you love doing what you love and you're happy doing that and, yeah. and your life is good in that moment when it comes to that that's okay. how you know you've made it um with your career and especially like in life in general you know you made it when like you have a loving family if you choose to go on that route a loving family that supports you your career is good yeah. and you're happy you're happy right with your career and, and your personal friendships and relationships that's how you know you made it at the basis and and for you what is that subjective like um good question um i haven't necessarily thought about that in depth really? okay. um like what well, I, I don't know the certain metrics for me like for me all, all like i'll i know i've made it to a certain degree once i get to quit my retail job start making money from um so we're not just, just purely career mm. um, uh, i know i made it when i've start making enough money from my content and my music to live financially free and to have to put money into my investments uh, from oh, the basis. And I'm happy doing that. And I'm feeling good. And I don't have to worry about money in that regards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know I made it once I like start investing more, you know? Um, and I guess when I can like buy things or certain things without even feeling it on whims. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. Like I just take a vacation tomorrow. Don't even feel like buy a new pair of shoes. Not, not necessarily a new car, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do Everything those things. Blink and I'd be like, yo, Omar, you trying to... Trying to go to Vegas? Trying to go to Vegas? <laughs> yeah, trying to go to Vegas yeah. for like a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, should go to casino, whatever? Sure. Um, do you need to answer that? Y- y- what? Do you need to answer oh, that no, text? No, I, I, actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> actually, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. Because, um, yo, 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 guys. Uh, guys real real yo, quick, can yeah. you drive me home today? Yeah, I got you. I got oh, you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. That's all it was. Um, But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. You want to chip in? Chip in? Yeah, yeah, sure. I got you. All right. yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, yo, you don't fuck with moms like that. Yo, no, 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 you do not. Yo, when, when you get a text, <laughs> when you get a text or call, I don't care how old you are. If you yeah, get a text no. from your mom or your dad, you freaking yeah, pick no. up. Unless you don't talk to them. But like, assuming everything is good between you and that you and that parent, oh, you pick up. For real, for real. Especially the younger you are, you definitely pick up. Nah, you de- yeah. Like, you know? At least get on a call or something, you know? But um, I think I agree with you. In, in the baseline? Yeah, 100% baseline. Um, My subjective thing, I have a very specific subjective thing. Let's actually. hear it. I'd love to hear it. I want to make a documentary. That's so sick. Of myself. Can I be a part of that? Oh, you will be. Jeez! I mean, look, this look at this. We're already here. <laughs> oh. No, no. You take it. We're no, living the documentary right now. No, no, bro. I haven't told anybody <laughs> this. This is the first time yo, I'm seeing it. Yo. Yo, some I'm of scared. the videos, Yo, no, it, no. I, like, I'm making it a meta thing. Like, Yo. I talk about my documentary Yo. so much in my normal life that when the documentary actually comes out, it's going to be... L- listen, in the James James Brown, he had his, like, movie made. It was actually Chadwick Boseman played him. But um, there was a James Brown documentary video. And in the movie, um, they decided to take this approach where James Brown would actually be meta, break the fourth wall, and talk to the audience. And that was really cool to me because it was like, oh, that guy's sick. But he didn't do that in real life. But because I talk about, and I mean I talk about it with like anybody I'm actually close with. Yeah. I make references to it when I'm when I'm uh, recording on my phone and stuff like that. I make references to it in my songs. Do you actually? Yeah, man. Stop. What was Bro, this is about to be the most meta documentary ever because I actually live my life in this way. So that once I make my documentary, 
once that happens, once I'm famous, like, well, if I'm making the documentary, I will be famous. If I'm making the documentary, I'll have enough money to produce the documentary, you know? So that all comes under. It encompasses, like, that's my you making it. Once I do that, like, I, I had one time I was on my walk, right? I, I, was on, I was on a walk late at night, you know how I do. I was walking along the park. I was smoking. I just I looked into the distance and I was like, yeah, like once once I, I make once this documentary happens, like I, it's gonna be I'll a, of your entire like, life, right? It, 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 just it feels like my... that's what I was made for, bro. Like, I love oh, it, man, geez, I love it. I love I, it. I need that to happen. I love this vision already because yeah. having that vision and it, just a seeing clear it, vision will set you. It's straight, kind of stuff man. I have my contents. I was yeah. like explained to you, but like having Literally. the setup and everything, like, bro, I love mm. it. So it'd just be of your entire life. Yeah, like at least like like at least, for at least three hours, but at least three hours. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Nah, longer yeah. than two hours because most just two hours. Nah, you need to be like three hours yeah. minimum. Gotta have everything. Like it's gonna, it's gonna have. It has to be your name. Jeez, oh, Omar Gaskin. Yo, let me go see Omar Gaskin. Let me go see a documentary. Yeah, man, it's gonna be bro. sick. And all the like the important people in my life, they're gonna be there, and it's it's just gonna be so sick to like watch it. Cause imagine this when we're thirty, like we get a bunch of people who helped us, like. Midas was gonna be there because we making music together, you know. So it's gonna be sick. Like, we're gonna watch. Because we're gonna reference early childhood. Exactly, like, in the early twenties, that's what we were doing. Oh, fire, yo, like yo. that's that's my actual bro. dream. Oh my like, god, so every, sick. So people that's will ask so me sick. like, oh, like what do you want to do or like what's your dream? And to boil it down, I say, well, I want to be famous. Like that's what I want. That's what I've, I. I looked back and reflected on my life of how I acted as a child and like how the things that I did and why I did them. And this might just be, like, me thinking this because, like, I've never consulted, like, a therapist about this stuff. But, like, the conclusion I came to was, like, I've always wanted to be famous. Like, I used to, when I was a kid and I was, like, really into soccer, what I envisioned myself doing was, like, playing on Barcelona, first of all. Um, second of all, like, people yelling my name in the crowd oh, and me Mark, looking oh, at the Mark, crowd like, oh, jeez, oh, oh, that's just, oh, Mark, oh, oh, I always Mark. wanted to be famous. Oh, I need to make this documentary happen. You feel me? Bro, I can so, see it, man. I really like that question. I can see it, yeah. man. Like, yo, I'm feeling it too. What the fuck? Because cause I'm thinking, yo, you, 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 you don't understand. Like, every time I hear a song, like, you know, when we're working on a song in the moment, it's like, it's that much yeah. more fire. Yeah. Like, when I hear that, I'm like, yo, is this the shit they're going to be playing during, like, a montage in my documentary? Because it's like, you know how, like, you ever see, like, the NWA movie or something like that? Like, any of those historical rapper movies or, like, musician movies or anything like that's a biography really made into a documentary they play the music that they made of course yeah, because yeah. it's about them so it's like my music's gonna be playing during my movie it's like oh jeez I, I, I can't wait bro i can't wait that's what's really keeping me going i need it to happen yeah i love that yeah but how you gonna make it happen um <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, question. No, yeah, no, that is a good question. I, mean, uh, I well, first, I feel like a lot of people have a vision, but they don't know. How they don't to get know there. how to execute. And it's yeah, okay no. if you don't know. You just need to find out. How, um, you know what you're gonna well, do to get there. I think my plan is to first get big. Once I'm big, like with fame comes my like. I don't have a very well thought out plan, but I have. It'll an come to you. You'll, you'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, like I, I figure that I'll. Make my steps, you know, I'll, I'll, I have my vision, I'll move in that direction. Along the way, I'll meet people who can help me. Like, like the same shit, we met by chance, 
in in the right time. To, like you you so you have no idea how perfect the timing was because Jeez. this was around the time I finally started getting like into my niche of music, like my style, and that was the point that I needed like an engineer. You know that I that I oh, that yeah, was the point fun. that I needed to start nah, pushing my shit out. That's you know, crazy. so it's like everything will fall God, into place when fuck? it needs to if I just keep moving in that direction. You know what I mean? I gotta find a manager. Bro, that's though. so fuck. Just yo, like the feelings I'm feeling right now. It's just you want to like, see yourself in the movie, right? That too, not even that too, but just like he, like just hearing this whole story and just yeah. like feeling it out. Just like yeah. you know, I feel like things are happening for a reason. We're putting in the work, like mm-hmm. like we met each other purposely and now now like i'm now i'm in this like frame of just being so grateful for how like even having you here and like us meeting because it's just everything i was like bro like it's just like yo the feeling right now is just fuck like it's just like yo we're gonna do great things man oh man excited for the future right like fuck yeah like if we're thinking if we're thinking about like this right now (laughs) and having this plan like bro what's gonna be in 10 years man Mm -hmm. fuck man yo sick I need to clip this one day. I need to reflect back on this moment and clip it at some point in the future. Like, next yeah. year, this time. See how we're doing in a year's time. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? Like, just crazy. Just the way everything's turning out right now. Because that goes back to, remember, like, everybody has a plan, right? And that's what I meant by, like, if I just keep doing my shit, in, in my way, like things will, I feel fall take into place. care. It'll fall into place, you know. I just gotta be in the right time at the right moment, and that comes by working with your craft and doing the necessary steps to like get it out there. You know, I, like I'm, I'm not too into marketing, so like I'm gonna have to eventually. I'll help you with that. I'll help you with that. Really? Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I do. I already, I'm already doing it. I guess. Yeah. This is literally. Yeah. This is all marketing. You're right. It's a form of marketing. Yeah, you're right. It's funny because even at the studio, Yuana's like, um, she like made the joke about like, oh yeah, if you need social media help, talk to this guy. Oh like, no, and, and you I, saw me like perk up my ear like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. Because uh, like, because yeah. like, like I, I know, I know relatively enough about it and yeah. like after you being on here, it's like, help you out. You know I got mm, you. We'll talk yeah, about for, it. We'll for, talk about your marketing for. plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Honestly, I kind of want to end it there. That's such like, yeah. a good high I'm note. Damn, and, like, I'm bro. feeling that, that so good. I'm yeah. feeling so good right now and just like thinking about the future and like, just being so grateful for everything that's happened and even us meeting and doing this podcast and like mm-hmm. your documentary and just fucking ah yeah. guys i don't even know what the takeaway from this conversation was guys have a vision believe in your vision mm. and just be excited to fucking experience the future and wanting to work towards something and if you can have amazing people come along this journey and do it with somebody and, and just build your team or whatever you'll game over because it's not yeah. only enough to do it by yourself but if you can Bring people on the journey, yeah, bro. It's man. that much better. It's that much, that better. much have better. Have your homies, have people that are willing to help you out, like Omar with my podcast, or like us working on music together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, find your group of people, person, find your bro. person, and just run with it, fam. Mm. Honestly, that I'm I'm not gonna say anymore because I need to end it there because that was a fucking banger of an ending, and like, yo, I just can't right now. Like these feelings, I'm feeling. Yeah, nah, man. nah, I'm just I'm high on like energy right now. It's not even funny because it's just like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you know, I know exactly. Right what I mean. It's like, just, fam, we're just we're vibrating on the same frequency yeah. right now. It's not even funny. This, like, this might have been the best podcast. Holy fuck! Like, my feelings. This might have been mm. the best podcast we did. So far, so far, one hundred percent, man. I can't, I can't. Honestly, guys, I'm gonna end it there. I appreciate and love you guys so, so much. We are for beyond real. grateful. 
to have you guys even willing to listen to this, to chime in, to comment, to like. Even if you're a hater and you dislike it, I appreciate you because you're helping out the video. Guys, if you want to find me on social media, uh, all that will be linked in the description. My Snapchat and Instagram is soko.chats. My TikTok is uh, .soko underscore. If you want to find Omar on TikTok, it's callme.gaskin. So callme.gaskan. I'm also going to put his link tree in the bio. And in his link tree, he'll have his socials. He'll also have his music there. And so, guys, please go check out our socials. Give us a follow. Talk to us. See what's up. Um, And I can't wait to post some of this onto TikTok. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. I can't wait for future podcasts. I can't wait for everything, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And uh, Omar, anything else to end it? Um, No, same as last week. And that's it, y'all. Also appreciate it. Love you guys. I'll see you guys on the next episode.